Hello and welcome to There Will Be Dungeons. That's right, time to play D&D. And a big day today, I think, at least based on where we were headed last. So sit down and relax and enjoy. Maybe you've got a little cup of tea handy that you got over at phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD. And if you didn't, well, go do that now because they make great teas. They're based on our uh, exploits in D&D and they make them all the sweeter, the tastier, the better. So go check them out. phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD. Without further ado, I throw it to Kristen, and we'll catch us up on what happened last time, since we did There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, the closing convention concluded. Everyone was ready for the riot to render the principal profitless by tuning the Trianglosphere. On the flight over, Stanley, aware he might meet his maker, faced his father, only to find a passionless and pitiless parent who perceived the pain he'd produced proper. On Mars, Bok-Bok brought his gang of goblins. Everyone crammed into a car with Nash chained to the chassis. They drove at the doors of the solar mines where Slow Peter slapped slowly. Their damage was dangerous, but revealed relevant intelligence relayed to the air fleet. After downing the deterrence, a paladin arrived and the remainder readied to continue the combat. Now rejoin our heroes and their forces as the battle rages for the fate of the wide and weird world of The Wastes. Okay, Bo, it's on you. All right, we return, uh, we resume from last week. The heroes of the wastes find themselves in open desert before a great mountain range. Within the mountain range, there's a gap where a large makeshift gate made of different pieces of sheet metal and findings from all throughout the wastes have erected a tremendously tall wall. Upon this wall, you can see hordes of goblins scaling the mountains on either side of the wall where it's more climbable. And the hordes of Toyota Host, these are mad men, war boys of the wastes, decked out in, in paint and decals and hubcaps for shirts, uh, throwing pipes and axes at the, up, uh, the rising goblins. Before the gate, the smoldering remains of two lava and metal constructs known as the Slow Peters burn and leave a, a, a plumes, large plumes of black smoke uh, filing into the air as more and more of these goblin hordes um, park, park just jump out of the vehicles that they came in and run towards the wall in a circle around the front of the gate uh, we see our heroes uh, Hope and Stanley in driving half a car <laughs> pulling up and uh, have it having been burned in half by a slow Peter and she was going to park it behind one of the, the husks for protection. Uh, Nash is floating, having been thrown by Varel and just did a U-turn to face uh, the direction back to where his companions are. And Varel standing there uh, looking proud and stoic before the chaos of the front gate. And beholding their next challengers two squadrons of Koromokishi and their paladin of the umbilical order leader have jumped from the top of the front gate landing on the ground and approaching the party uh, for combat and, and so there's a sort of chaos of goblins running up the hill Toyota host fighting them upon the wall the sirens going off within the mountain range going Boop. Boop. 
as the paladin approaches you and the paladin is a is a space marine like being in large armor standing eight or nine feet tall taller probably than the man encompassing this huge body of armor and his orcan samurai uh four on each side uh pacing uh, not pacing but keeping a very slow and cautious pace as they approach the the paladin um raises a finger to you muted You're muted, Bo. I am the leader chapter of the Paladins of the Umbilical Order, and you are found in violation of the principles of order for us to preserve the Chrome Cord. You shall now kneel or die. Damn. Takes too many clicks to go back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I could just mute. Hang on, I forgot. Hello, I think I can just mute. Right? Hello? Can yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Not nope. Now. <laughs> nope. Nothing. Nothing. He broke it. He ended oh, it. Oh shit. Right, Paladin so I, never spoke I was again. able to just turn it on and off without having to go through all the settings each time, and I don't know how I did that. So, uh, yeah. No stress. <laughs> it's all good. But anyways, um, oh, I think I can fix it. Hang on. But regardless, uh, he points to the party, uh, declaring his intent to fight. Does the party wish to do anything? Have we broken combat since last time? Are we still in initiative yeah. order? Um, we've broken combat. Okay. We'll start a new combat. And Na- Nash has righted himself, right? He's slowed himself down and is no longer hurling to the to the southwest. Uh, yeah, you you, okay. you you sort of have to stabilize yourself. Like you have some momentum, but you're floating about. But uh, they 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 are approaching as they speak. They do approach you, so it's within a matter of seconds. You know, maybe ten seconds. They'll be upon you. At least they'll be upon Varel for combat. Stanley and Hope from their vehicle can see what's occurring. Uh, from their vantage. So I will place you here, and yeah, I'm just going to place people places that make a little more sense. What happened to the metal man so long ago? Did he explode? The metal man. <laughs> the ex- Which um, metal man? Metal man. I know we heated up his armor and beat oh. him up a lot, and... And Tedna got out of the car. Didn't he pre- predator himself? Uh, I remember. He self-destructed it. Yeah, he predated himself. And <laughs> b- b- before he did, a glowing orb shot out of his um, armor and then went and floated off like a UFO style. Okay. Is, right, as so, uh, Stanley and Hope come to a stop in their half a car, are uh-huh. we still momenta momentuming across the desert? I uh, know she's pu- she's pulled up behind behind it and you know come to a stop. Okay, but you're some distance away from Varel, who's the closest to the part, who's closest to the enemies. 
And what about the other cars? And um... there's still Liberator vehicles driving all around, um, you know, facing the wall, ensuring uh, chaos ensues. But the Goblin hordes are are fighting at the walls, and the Liberators have moved to support them. But it's it's we're still talking in seconds. So the, I mean, you guys were just coming fresh off the fight with the Slow Peters. And so everyone's still in battle mode. We're talking second. They jumped down immediately when the Slow Peters died to, to engage you. Hmm. Are the... Obviously, Metal Man has range weaponry because we fought him before. What about the Kuromo, Kuromo Kishi he's rolling with? Yeah, so the Kuromukishi, one by one, unsheath their weapons as, after, as soon as they landed. The majority of them carry a katana and wakizashi, but they also have blunderbusses upon their hip. But the blunderbusses look like they're for long-range, uh, short-range combat. Like, they, they're not... I don't know to what extent Varel's there, but these are like old-school-looking guns that aren't precision-range weaponry. Um... One of the, or two of the Kuromokishi don't have katanas and wakizashis. Two of them actually have very small maces. Um, they're flails, I should say, like long chains attached to a stick. And they both start spinning uh, in, in the back. They, they both start spinning those up. Okay. And he has asked me to kneel for him? Yes. He says, kneel or die. Oh, boy. How tall is he, Bo? I mean, height? Uh, Height-wise, he's about 9 to 10 feet. He's very tall in this giant uh, suit of armor. He stands uh, a little bit taller than Varel. Uh, can Hope get on the intercoms? Sure. All right, she's going to see if she can't get the other cars that are still going to run over the Kuromokishi. <laughs> Start running them over. <laughs> Might as well use the cars while we have them, right? Okay, so uh, you, you relay that information and you hear, because uh, only the like squadron leaders have them. It's not the entire militia that has earbuds. They're rare and we're only given to commanders. However, the nameless one is the leader of the Liberator faction, so you relay that message to him, so he's aware of it. So, and he responds, he says, I will, I, will, I will make an attempt to silence these misguided orcs. Him having be, being an ex Kishi. That's fair. I guess he would have beef with them. Cool. Traitors Hopeful. to our kind, they are. Beef. <laughs> uh, my mom would always do. Well, where's the beef filling? With yeah, that, that's <laughs> it. As you, as you say this, as you say this tactical instruction to the nameless orc, and the nameless orc responds, Nash says beef over the intercom. <laughs> beef. <laughs> beef. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, and while Hope does that she'll start wheeling the vehicle around and as soon as it comes to a stop she'll get out alright perfect so you get out um, yeah and it, it, we're, combat is about to ensue so if there's any I guess what I would say let's put the car where I think it would make the most sense for it to be um, so right down here so you're behind as you intended behind the slow Peter um, and Stanley's down there too we gotta, ro we gotta rotate your tokens they look weird um and uh yeah so you're you'd be starting in that position um Varel, you're there uh nash you're there so Varel, they're gonna start slowly encircling you so it's just any preparations that you would want to have prior to starting this combat 
we have the nameless orc who's agreed to run over some of these uh, orcs here. Anything else anyone wants to do? Uh, Stanley's going to get out of the car like he's taking cover, but he's actually going to start casting a spell, but I, f- I figured that's going to take enough time where combat will probably engage before it happens. Uh, do you want to ready an action of some kind? I mean, he's, he's casting Polymorph on himself. Okay. All right. So you're not hold- you're just going to do it your first turn in combat, or do you... I mean, he would start it now, but I'm assuming combat's going to kick off at the same time. But yeah, basically, Stanley is going to get out like he's uh, just getting out of the car. And he's going to polymorph himself into a giant ape. And then if you will allow for flavor, instead of the rock throw ability, can I throw the car? Uh, The half a car? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, hang on. Okay, so good call here. I just want to see the casting time on it. Just to see if... um... Well, I mean, that'll be his turn. I think the polymorph is the... I think there's a turn to change. I don't know if I can take an action immediately. So combat hasn't started yet because we're doing the cinema-like, you know, exchange of words prior to battle starts, right? The Kuromokishi are inching forward. The paladin is walking determinately at the front towards Varel. So you are not in combat. So, you know, you could totally just initiate combat immediately by doing this before waiting for your turn. That's where I'm just trying to get the, um, yeah. Yeah. The cast time is an action. So, okay. You're just going to do that immediately. All right. So everyone else, uh, your, your, your time's up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. So describe yourself transforming into your giant ape complete with sound effects. So seeing hope get out of the car, Stanley steps out and kind of does like a little step back and then just, mutters and waves his hands and then just immediately and just grows to a massive size and starts beating his chest and roaring at the Kuromakishi and uh, then puts one hand on the top of the half a car just kind of palming it and you know bending the metal inward under his hand Okay, so um, so to throw, so you're gonna throw it at who? Who's your target? Uh, so he's going to throw it at uh, the nearest one. He just go whoever's the closest. And so basically, I would move within range. I think it's a fifty foot range on the attack. Let me just double check that to be sure. Yes, fifty feet for the throw. Uh, so. Oh, I'm within range where I'm at. So, yeah. So he's just going to reach down, grab it, and they, they have an ability called Rock. I just want for flavor the Rock to be half a car. Unless you want to change it, but I mean, I'm willing to just say, like, it's one of his attacks. I just, flavor-wise, I think it's cooler to throw a car than a Rock I found. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, complete, I'm on board with car throwing. Uh, I'm just going to look at the Rock. Right, okay. So it would be to lift the car, we would have to do a strength check, or an athletic check. So uh, you do get plus nine to your athletics roll as a giant ape. And your relative strength is, like, a giant ape's strength is 23, so, I mean, I'm pretty sure you'll be fine. Uh, But uh, you gotta make the roll. Okay. Uh, And I think, does the mask advantage still apply the mask advantage yeah Uh, stanley has advantage on everything he tries to do at the moment um wait 
Sorry, you're talking about the Mask of Elton 4? Yeah. Pure into plurality? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're still the same brain. Uh, so... Yeah, you, in your mind, so you peer as you peer into the plurality of what's transpiring, you actually see what would happen if you threw it at Nash. What would happen if you <laughs> threw it, you know, at at, uh, at the goblins or at the wall? Like you, you peer into possibilities, and so thus you get advantage on what is the a favorable course. Okay, so I rolled a twelve plus six. That's what at eighteen for the strength check. It's or nine. wait, oh, for athletics, it's plus nine. Yeah. Okay, so that'd be a 21, right? All right, yeah. So you lift up the cart easily in your hand, and you fling it. Right. And the, the uh, Kuromo Kishi and the rest of them immediately react. They do get to react to dodging out of the way with a dexterity saving throw. Uh, oh, well, so the ability, the, the rock throw is just a, a, an attack An attack roll. Right. This is where it gets a little weird. I mean, a big car they can see. So, you're tar- who are you targeting with the car? Uh, I am targeting this guy. Uh, the nearest oh, Kuroma Kishi. All right, so he won't be able to deck save it since we'll do the attack roll. But um, the ones in the vicinity, because it is a half a car, they're going to jump out of the way. All right? Okay. Yeah, that's so fine. So, make your attack roll, and I'll make my deck saves uh, for the ones in the vicinity. It's an 18 plus 9 for the attack roll to hit. I'm going to guess that probably hits. Uh, let's see. Where's my Kuromokishi? That's 27, right? Yeah. Uh, 20, sorry, it's a 27 hit. Yeah, you're good. You're good on the hit. Okay. And so damage for rock is 76. All right. That will be... Uh, oh, plus six. So that's 26 points of bludgeoning damage. 26 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, perfect. Then, uh, So you, you fling the car out at the Kuromo Kishi. Um, the, the, the remaining ones along the side sort of dodge out of the way they sidestep. The Kuromo Kishi stands, put, plants both feet in the ground, and braces himself to take it. And he, as he, as he um, drops the sword and holds his hand out in an attempt to catch the car, <laughs> um, the, as you fling it, the, he, it hits him, and he's not able to to catch it. So it uh, hits him in the chest and pins him underneath the car. Ah! You hear come from the uh, from un, from the from the body underneath, um, and then you see the arms flail around as he tries to lift the car from underneath himself. Combat has started. The car flinging has begun. Uh, <laughs> I need initiative rolls for everyone, please. 16 for me, for Nash. 16 for Nash. Yep. 18 for Hope. Uh, 15 for Stanley. 15 for Stanley, okay. 18 for Hope. 15 that- for Varel. But Stanley can go first since he's rocking. Okay, we'll do that. So, Nash, you actually are uh, <laughs> ahead of Varela Stanley for once. It's How is that even possible? It's insane. I rolled very bad. All right. Um, well, I'm going to go then. Uh, nope, you're not first. The Kuroma Kishi are first. Oh, sorry. 
I'm just before them in the order. Got yeah, it. you're before them, but you still have uh, the orcs and hope ahead of you. So the orcs begin to move towards you, to Varel. Uh, the two with the uh, so, th- so I'm going to move the car here, the, the whole car that's really half a car, pitting that guy down. Um, the two flail orcs, they spin the, they flail around the chain around them, doing these like sort of uh, uh, choreographed moves, and then they both spin them up in the air, and then they kick really hard, like they do this like side uh, Luke Kang kick as they kick the head, uh, and, and it reaches out really far in an attempt to grapple you. Uh, we're gonna have to make a, a strength uh, contest, please. Okay. As they begin wrapping around your arms. 28. Okay. First one is okay. So, first contest, you win. 22 versus 28. We need a second contest for the second one. Okay. 28. 28. All right. And that's a versus an 18. So, they attempt to, um, uh, they, they wrap around your arms. But your movement is unrestricted. <laughs> it will be unrestricted as you move. But they are, they are, they are wrapped around your arms. You are just not grappled. Um, the remaining uh, Karomokishi move in as this one, as the one nearest you uh, picks up their walk into a run with their swords and then launches into the air and does a flying jump kick at your face. Um, for twenty three to hit, is a hit. Okay, so let's get some jump kick damage going. Uh, that would be 15 points of bludgeoning as the foot comes connecting with your face. I am outside of my rage right now, so I take full. Okay, perfect. So this flying jump kick hits you right in the face. The second Kuromokishi right, behind, right on the other side also whoo, jumps up, flips up, and then brings down uh, brings down his swords upon, upon you, both Wakizashi and Katana's. Um, for two attacks against you. Uh, first one is a 21. Hit. And the second one is a 21. Both hit. All right, so we're going to roll some uh, some katana damage. All right, 11 points of slashing for the first one. And eight points of slashing for the wakizashi. Wakizashi or wakizashi? Waka waka. <laughs> as they both go down um so those are the two uh there the orc pinned under the car attempts to lift up the car he's gonna do an athletics check on his turn and he hasn't been able to pick up the car yet from him uh this one here circles around the the vehicle And um, doesn't uh, so? He, oh no! Actually, he, he goes to circle around and sees the giant ape, <laughs> and then bears down upon the giant ape and and bravely runs towards it. He goes ah! And from here, John, he initiates a flying jump kick towards the ape. Okay. Great. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be disadvantage. Just oh, okay. The roll was already going to be a miss. So. Oh. Um, Okay. But yeah, it was good. Good to know. I just I rolled the single dice was enough. So as he he flies up, he attempts to kick you. It hits your ape face, and you, your ape face just turns around like completely un unaffected as he lands on his feet gracefully in front of you. But you take no damage. Um, Does Hope get an opportunity attack? Uh, from the 
no, he because he's still in your vicinity. He has, opportunity attack is if oh, they when they leave. leave. Pardon me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got excited. But yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> your blades thirst. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then um, Nash, uh, one the Karomokishi nearest you sees you floating to cause trouble, and then uh, jumps up in an attempt to grapple you to the ground. Grapple contest, Nash. Great. As he runs and jumps at you. <sighs> awesome strength. Uh, oh, I did all right. I rolled a 19. Oh, shit. You, um, he goes to jump up at you, and you do a, a move you've been practicing with your thermal underwear DNA and just do a slight little Jedi dodge as he misses and lands on the ground behind you. He goes, Aah! in frustration that you actually bested him when he's clearly your physical superior. Um he got owned pretty bad by your dodge. Sweet. Um, this the other Karomokishi uh, runs uh, runs up one two three four five and then he just sort of he instead of taking the flying jump approach he runs up underneath you takes out his blunderbuss and shoots up your robe. Damn! Oh man! Try and shoot you down for a twenty one. Well, that definitely hits. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what does it hit? My gosh! Well, yeah, don't worry. You don't have a lot down there, man. <laughs> not a lot to hit. I got a tender butthole. Give me some general damage. There's nothing <laughs> sensitive there. Uh, seven, eight, nine plus the uh, modifier. So uh, you take 13 points of uh, piercing damage as a blunderbuss blast hits your uh, nethers uh, from below. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. All right, and um, that would be the Karomokishi. Hope, uh, it is now your turn. Okay, with the one right there, she's going to start attacking him. So, with just her, with her three attacks. Uh, with what weapon? Her plus two rapier. Okay. First one is a 17. Okay, it's a hit. All right. Oh, no, it's a miss. It's a miss, sorry. Oh. The rapier comes oh. out in the head that... There's a quick, almost like a like a third sense. He doesn't even look at you. He just moves his head out of the way. Okay, that's pretty high. Uh, 25 then. Um, that one hits. Okay. 14 damage. Uh, okay, what type of damage, sorry? For it's a piercing, right? Yes, piercing. All right, perfect. You do 14 to him. You put okay. a little, you poke a little bloody hole in him, and blood spurts out as the the reaper goes in, and reaper comes out, and a little jet of blood flies out with it. Awesome. All right. And last regular attack. Okay. Uh, 24? Uh, 24 is a hit, yes. He thought he was clever dodging the first one, and then you <laughs> followed up with two, two solid pokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 15 damage for this one. 15 damage. All right. Let me make sure. Yeah. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, 15 damage for this one, so that totals 29 damage um, on him. All right, you put two little holes in All right, cool. So seeing that he's basically going to be up against giant monkey Stanley, Hope is going to take off and get about halfway to Varel, then chuck up um, uh, diplomacy into the air and say, parlay and send it the 30 feet to go stab one of the Kurumakishi fighting Vera. Uh, are you moving at all or just doing it from that position? She's moving so he can take that opportunity attack. Okay, yeah, that's what I was asking for. All right, so move your character. 
And I will give you control of the uh, diplomacy here, which is the sword hanging out right here. Um, okay, so he's going to take his opportunity attack. So as you stab twice, and a hand reaches out, looks at you, attempts to take a swing. Um, 19. Miss. All right, so he takes a swipe, misses, whoo, as a giant ape looms over him, looking on with even more <laughs> delight. Uh, all right, so uh, you send out uh, uh, freaking diplomacy. diplomacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you send up diplomacy. You can make an attack roll on the the turn. You use your bonus action. As the same part. So I think so. When you do yeah. use a bonus action, toss the magic sword. Yeah. Yeah. Atta- it, yeah. The sword itself attacks one creature, so you get a roll on that guy. So an eighteen. Uh, it's a miss. All right, cool. As you send the sword out. Whew, that one also with like a sixth sense about it, their situational awareness just steps out of the way uh, just gracefully and very slightly causing the sword to fly past him. All right, that's Hope's turn. All right, Nash, you're up. Okay, I uh, am going to rise up some. Mm-hmm. With some movement. Rise up. Rise up. And these two chuckleheads below me, the one that shot me up the hooter and the other one that's near there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both of them are going to experience. Oops, I stuck in the wrong one. There it is. They're both going to experience stinking cloud. Okay. And here's what here's what that sounds like. Wait, I better wait until I roll. <laughs> so uh, here's what you got to do. I get, it's a concentration spell. You have to do a concentration oh yeah so i get it no matter what it hits no matter what it's just you have to do a concentration uh, thing as yeah to you create a 20 foot radius sphere of yellow nauseating gas centered on a point within range yeah. so because we're dealing with 3d um where's the point is it on you is it on the ground it's on the ground below me so Look, it, i guess it, what i'm asking do you want it, you want it to rise up the full 20 feet right yeah i don't want to be within its i don't want to be in the stinking cloud but I want to uh, give it to them. Yeah, it would. Yeah, each creature, so that would include yourself, that is completely within the cloud at the start of its turn, must make a constitution saving throw against poison. On a failed save, the creature spends its action turn retching and reeling. Yep. Hey, Scott, creatures, you can hang out in that cloud. You're immune to poison right now. Oh, that's right. Never mind then. I don't, don't care. I'll just stay there po- then. I'll just. Yeah, and it even says creatures that don't need to breathe or are immune to poison automatically succeed. Sweet. I'll, I'll just save. suck it in. That's awesome. All right, here comes. I'm going to do it now. <laughs> Give it a sec. It's a long spell. Hold on, there's more. Just a little bit more. A little bit more. All right, there you go. You need to hold your hand this, man. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hold my hair back. All right, so I do that, so and then uh, you All guys right. need to do your, your constitution saving uh, throws. Well, first I gotta put I have to put something on there so it's 20 feet right mm-hmm. 10 15 20 <laughs> yeah I wish your roll 20 animated <laughs> this is an this is an animating uh asset for sure but, oh there's a little bit left sorry I had to let that part out We're 20 kidding. feet so that's actually 20 feet um it might look a little small but the center point there okay oh I don't actually see I, it why why don't I see it I don't know why I don't see it but it's fine though yeah, it's too bad. All right, but there's a anyways. There's a stinking cloud. There's like a. It looks like a giant. It looks like you shit and made a giant pool. Sweet. That's kind of what it looks like. But it's a stinking cloud. Uh, there it is. Concentration saves. 
Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let me see. Con, con 17 Isn't or it better. on the start of their turn? Or what, is it what's the, the start DC? of the spell? Oh, good point. Um, uh, the D, so the concentration is a, uh, a 17. Oh, it's at the start of its turn. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you don't do it. Doesn't yet. happen right away. Yeah. So, so all you've effectively done is just shit yourself at this point, magically. <laughs> um, but okay, great, good one. Any other moves you want to make? Uh, no. <laughs> Although it's um, a great move. Uh, it's a, it a great move. I They'll will, be in their turn at some point. I will move up, maybe a little, just to stay out of grapple range or grabby range or something. You know, so I'll go up okay, another. Yeah. So you are flying high enough that you won't that you won't get an opportunity attack. Okay. You float it like they had to jump up and get at you. All right. So. All right. Perfect. Yep. That's uh, so it. Then. You want to move somewhere? Move your guy. No, I'm good. I'll stay. I'll stay there. I want to see them wretch oh. and have problems. <laughs> okay. I will enjoy this. Uh, <laughs> all right. So um, having done that, uh, we we move now to uh, the paladin's turn. And the paladin uh, speaks. You, lizard man, you will join your brethren in enslavement to our kind. The chrome cord shall not break. All right, and, and then um, and then he raises both of his hands towards you, and he begins powering them up. <laughs> and laser light emanates from both of his hands onto you. Uh, I'm going to make attack roll here. Um, so the first hand is a uh, 16, and that is not going to hit. I know. So both. So the laser lasers begin piercing, not piercing, but attempting to pierce your scales as these laser lights glow and warm your bodice and you're you're like totally unaffected by it but they are like there is this like powerful ray uh, spilling into your chest uh, from both of his hands as he attempts to subdue you with whatever weaponry is at um, his beck and call and that brings us to your turn Varel. oh excellent <laughs> okay okay uh, <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> yes, nothing could be better. Um, I've got the one in my face that has the double or the katana. You mentioned two that had chains upon my arms. Where is the second one? Are they both in melee here? So the flail guys are the guys you see in the back. So this guy here and this guy here. I think I okay. marked them flail with the names. These two are the two that attempted to jump attack you. And you have five on you. The paladin standing before you as well. I see. Okay. Well, in my best Warlords of Draenor. Nice. Varel will yell, The lizards will never be slaves! And poof, enter his rage, pop out the aura as he basically walks into the laser, still maintaining in the range of the two melee. So just kind of chest forward Superman style, walking yeah. it down. And uh, that'll be a aura pop immediately to those All in the right. area. So everyone, three damage. Uh, let me see if it's gone up over time. Where are we at? Where are we at on uh, on the old aura pop? File uh, flame aura, right? It's uh, storm. Oh no, you're at storm aura, oh, right? We're at four damage now. 
Oh, four damage. All right. So passive four damage all around as whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. You ignite uh, the, the, is it how many feet? Let me go back here. Sorry, just to make sure. It's 20 is it, or has it gone up? 10 feet. I'll put up a little aura on my character here. Oh, I appreciate that very much. All right. So um, it doesn't appear to do any damage to the, uh, the paladin as the flame just sort of uh, licks its armor. However, the, uh, you definitely see uh, fire, like skin bubble on the two orcs uh, nearest you. And does it take four? Is he still currently lasering? Um, yes, he's still currently lasering. As you take this turn, he's like, like Iron Manning with his laser, trying to like saw into you somehow. Um, but your 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 carapace is um, your chitinous scales are, are not permitting any purchase to this laser. Would you let me grapple him? <laughs> To push apart his hands and thereby split the laser on the two Kuromukishi standing next to me? Oh, hell yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Would I let you? I mean, we have to take it to the I'll dice. I'll roll with disadvantage <laughs> to me. Of course. But yes, this... Uh, will I? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. All right. 25. Uh, 25. All right, it's a... Contest. I got to contest it up with the contest guy. Math. It's a math phase. You win. All right. Uh, so the um, you take your your you, you grapple. You like put your hand upon both hands, and you you're like, do you say anything as you do this? Urgh. Oh no, this is like snout down, kind of staring him in the eyes. Oh, okay. me in the chest for no damage. Just grab his fists and start pushing them apart so they're firing over my shoulders into the two nearby dudes. Okay, so you start pushing them apart and they are now uh, blasting the dudes. We will resolve that damage at the start of their turns. So the lasers are currently firing into the orcs. I will make a note about laser resolution at the start of their turn order. What a great as note. well as Stinking cloud resolution. Laser resolution. Yep. Cool sound. <laughs> As you move the lasers into them. Anything else? That's everything for me. All right. So, uh, yep. <laughs> and everyone sees this. Uh, especially giant ape Stanley. As you watch upon a giant ape form, uh, <laughs> Varel perform this. But you have your own uh, samurai orc before you. Yeah, so watching just... him having taken a, a swing at Hope walking away, the giant ape just leans down and breathes heavy on the back of his neck. And then <laughs> as he turns, he's just going to go bop, bop, both fists down <laughs> and just try and try and pound him into the sand. All right, let's do that. All, All right, right, your so attack first, first attack has a natural 20. Oh snap! <laughs> All right, we'll run so, through all that damage. Yeah, let me let me get that. What's the fist? It's uh, uh fist is three d ten plus six. So we'll do so six d ten. Yeah, you get six d ten plus six plus twelve plus twelve. Uh, I think just six. No, it's just right? six. You don't. Yeah, you yeah. don't double the dice. It, it double the modifier. So wow uh that's 44 points of damage for the first punch okay <laughs> let's see what the next one does and then he punches him again 
Get him. Uh, did that roll two? I see that rolled the rolled one d twenty. Actually, uh, I gotta take it back to the math here, math face, because I may have made a miscalc. Uh, you do not need to make that next attack roll. Oh, okay, he's done. Um, yeah. Now, do you want to describe his slaughter, or shall I? Uh, I think the first punch that just comes down, he slowly turns around, looks up. And the giant fist comes down, and there is just the crushing sound of metal, a puff of dust, and it's just blood and chrome on the on the sand. Yeah, there's just a, a pool of blood, blood and, and orc skin, uh, and it, it pools up in the sand and clumps and as such immediately. And then uh, uh, immediately, just seeing him done. Uh, giant ape Stanley is going to run and leap and land on top of the car <laughs> that the is other it, orc. He is definitely makes under. a sound when he leaps, right? Is, is, yeah, he just <laughs> and he gets okay. up there and he just looks down at the orc that's pinned. Do I get to take the the other attack, or is uh, multi attack only yeah, against yeah. one target? Uh, the multi attack. Oh, it's not extra attacks, but. Yeah, you'd make two fist attacks. I would if I was the DM. If I was DMing this, you'd get a second attack. So yeah, do okay. It. If you're the DM, I'm, I'll yeah. let you be the DM right now. Then yeah, we'll, can... we'll do I'm it. I'm just saying, um, if I was running this monster and he attacked two different creatures, that would be fine. So uh, I'll use the roll that I had already used for him, rather than re-roll it. Um, it's a, best hit was a twenty-three to hit. Uh, you get advantage on the hit because he's pinned. Yeah, I already rolled with advantage. I got a 23 and a 10. Actually, it's more than that because I forgot to add the uh, 6. But So that, that's a hit. Roll your damage it. dice. Okay. That's a 3D, 3d10 plus 6, right? Yep. 3d10. Uh, why isn't it showing me? Okay. Uh, that's going to be 27 points of damage. And on this one, he just hits the car and just smashes it down further into him into the pinned one all right uh okay so um yeah you, you oh you just hit the car so you smash the car and you hear Aah! as the car actually sinks into his chest partially severing his torso uh but he is not dead Ugh. gross uh all right that will be uh giant ape stanley's turn okay all right um so net so um next as you do this uh so everyone's in their own combats. Uh, the nameless orc, having received um, Hope's instruction, uh, makes a beeline for some of the orcs. Now there's cars everywhere. It's not really true to what the actual occurrence is because we're not. I'm not simulating cars moving every second on this map. It would be too long. Um, car, a car uh, immediately sort of gnashes as you're, as you're admiring your stinking cloud, na the nameless orc being in the vicinity, you turn around and you just see a liberator uh, vehicle <laughs> engine going loud, uh, running for the, the orcs underneath you um, They need. To, he's going to make a piloting check alright, and it's going to be contested versus their dexterity saving throws oh, we got a one uh, for one of them, as the car, uh, as the vehicle, he drives through both of them, and both of them hit the car and go flying, uh, taking uh, massive damage. 
Okay, so they each take 36 uh, points of bludgeoning damage. And basically, as they're, as they're just contending with the stinking cloud, the, the vehicle uh, drives through them. They attempt to dodge out of the way. One gets hit and spins, boom, and just hits the ground, still stuck in your stinking cloud. Stuck in your stinking cloud. The other one flies up into the air, out of the out of the cloud, um, but then also takes some fall damage in addition to the impact damage. Um, Hitting the ground for an additional, uh, sorry, it's 1D, yeah, 12 damage. For a total of 48 damage. Okay, one of them hits there, and that's the nameless one. Uh, and additionally, uh, also having been given instruction, the jeweler comes uh, driving around as well with the cars and makes a, an attempt on the flail guys with the car as well. So he's going to have a piloting check. Uh, oh shit, that's a natural 20 for his piloting check. Man, Swearingen uh, can drive. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's a skill check, so it's not double any damage, but um, uh, he gets a 20, so he's going to get an auto hit on both of these guys as he drives over both of the flail dudes. Um, deal at 23 uh, damage each to them as they get railed by the cars. Uh, railed by this car. Now, uh, Varel, as this happens, they're holding on to the flails, and so you're going to have to make a strength saving throw in order not to be also pulled, like, have your whole shit get screwed up because now the two <laughs> flail guys, they're not grappled onto you, but it's just going to affect you still. So let's get a strength saving throw, see what happens. All right. 29. 29. All right. So what ends up happening is nothing. Uh, the additional the additional strength, like they get pulled over. They're holding on to dear life for the, uh, on the flails. And you're just like not even don't even budge by it. Um, just as part of picturing the scene as they get run over. Boom. Uh, it is now the Karomu Kishi's turn. So we have some resolutions to do. We got one stinking cloud resolution. So it's a constitution saving throw. Right, Nash? Yes, that is correct. 17. And it's uh, 17. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so just after, just as he gets hit by the car, uh, at the same time as he's railed by the Nameless One's car, he also lets out a giant barf wave. As, he, as his body, as he's like, he's spinning around. And there's like, a, you know when you spin something full of water and it makes like water waves? So there's this giant barf wave that's also happening, as well as shit is coming out of his pants. As you just like, <laughs> I mean, imagine getting hit by a car in a cloud of in a stinking cloud. It would that that's what would happen. It would really sure. you can't control your bowel at the <laughs> moment you're getting said, hit. Why by not? Him. Why why, why wouldn't not? that be? Yeah, so the the, the organ barfs and shits itself. Nash, you need to make a dexterity saving throw because the barf is uh, splashed up and reaching you, and you need to dodge it. It won't do any damage, but it is not desirable. Okay, you said dex. Dexterity saving throw, please. Twenty. Not natural. All right. So you managed your your little. You do these little micro maneuvers as pellets of barf and shit fly up, and you successfully dodge <laughs> all of them. And I imagine Nash is up there laughing at at, at this in some sick twisted way. All right. Um. So that's the stinking clap. Now, does anything else happen? He's poisoned. Oh yeah, and he's poisoned. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, like you do. 
So imagine getting hit by a car and poisoned at the same time. That's a sucky situation. Yeah, nobody, sure. wants yeah. <laughs> nobody wants that. Nobody wants <laughs> I mean, you know, of the things you want, that is not one of them, for sure. Alright, we'll put a little poison symbol on them. Um, now we... <laughs> I just saw the slow Peter faces. They're hilarious. Um, Alright, so the uh, the Karomo Kishi next to you, that uh, firing. we got to do the, the laser resolution now as well. So we're going to do it. I'm going to do attack. Well, they're auto-hits. You've hit them by moving the laser into them. Uh, they're going to take this lasering damage. Let me just look up the the uh, rail beam or solar hand beam. Sorry. Okay. So it is 13 points of fire damage onto each of them and it stays connected on them uh, for as, like it'll continue at the start of their turn so long as they don't move out of the way. Um, so as they're getting hit, they attempt to, they move out of the way of the lasers. Ooh. Okay. And what we need to do now is, I, I think I actually need, need to draw some lines here. Uh, so let me get some laser lines going. Um, oh, I should have kind of maybe drawn them first. Oopsies. Oh, shit. That's wrong. Uh, they would be there. So like... Oh, no. That's a polygon. <laughs> Can't have that. All right, guys. One sec. I got to... Map maintenance. You're all good. Okay. Where is the line? There we go. So one laser. Oh, I did it again. I <laughs> this is retribution for saying John couldn't use this. <laughs> In the heat of the moment, I can't use it. All right, there we go. Uh, so because he moved out of the way, um, Hope, you're now in the path of the beam. Just FYI, that's what I wanted to sort of look at. Um, so they move out of the way, and then they circle around and attempt to... Um, uh, one sort of dances around the the laser light towards your back and attempts to provide two stabs to your backside, Varel. Uh, I have a 20. The 20 is a hit for you, right? I do currently have a shield equipped, a plus two shield. Uh, yeah, whatever your AC is, is your AC. So if, Sweet, 20. It's, so 20, but 20, like, that's a hit, though. You, if you hit the number, you hit, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got me, you got me. I tried. <laughs> All right, that is um, the 14 slashing damage and then an additional six slashing damage. All right, have you marked that down? Then the, the other the other Kishi moves behind you and um, puts his blunderbuss up to the back of your head and takes a shot. Now it's with disadvantage because range weaponry at this close range is there. So he attempts to take a shot and you get... You feel this bang on your head as the bullet hits your back and does no damage. <laughs> and this tactic did not work against you, although presumably he thought it would work, but it does not as it hits you in the back. Um, the two Karomo Kishi uh, that got run over by the jeweler with the flails in the back, um, one of them uh, pulls out a, a second uh, 
flail. <laughs> he has more than one. He pulls out a second flail, and as he gets knocked down, he puts it onto the back of the um, like the um, the hubcap of the uh, of the jeweler's vehicle, and is now getting dragged. And he's sort of making an athletics check as he pulls himself up onto the back of the jeweler's vehicle and goes after the pursues the jeweler on his vehicle. Uh, the sec the other um, Kuromukishi as well, having been knocked over, also sees that they've been assailed by vehicles and moves into protects, takes out another flail <laughs> and attempts to grapple it onto the nameless orcs uh, vehicle and does so whoosh, and is getting dragged as well. All right. Perfect. But that one was farther away, required a higher skill shot. He's not uh, connected there. Okay, that gives us all the Kuromukishi mo- Oh no, there's the ones under you, Nash. So the one that's barfing and spitting. <coughs> you fight without honor! <laughs> he says below as he moves up and he takes his sword in desperation and throws it at your nether region as you float above him. Great. Great. It's um, 14. Does he do that with disadvantage given all of his problems? Or is he well, he's just... poisoned. I don't. That doesn't give him disadvantage. The the, the spell that you cast does not bestow. But imagine going and then trying to throw a thing at the same time, man. What a rough uh, it, day. It, 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 well, yeah, just... it does. A poison creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Oh, 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 yeah. I forgot about the poison status. Thank you. Let me review this. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, so fourteen would have been a hit, right? Uh, fourteen would have been a hit. Okay, it's, so I rolled a 26 for the Shit. other roll, so I don't take that one. I take the 14. Uh, <laughs> yep, so it's a hit either We tried. Way. We yep. tried, I did. Scott. My mistake on the poison. You're uh, going to get a sure. sword in the taint either way. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the sword uh, flies. <laughs> and uh, taint no party like a taint katana. Party. Yep. Katana and the crotch party. Um, so 50. Uh, not 50. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually only eight points of damage as the katana sinks it like its tip sinks into somewhere in there. You're not quite sure where, and you're like, "Uh oh!" Your brain just goes, "Uh oh!" I should have moved. I don't know why I didn't move. Uh, and the um, and then the orc, having thrown that up in sort of this twisted rage, uh, moves out of the way of the stinking cloud and then just spends the rest of his turn ralphing. Bad, bad. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. All right. Um, the other is another Koromo Kishi who, um, who got hit by the car. He has to get up, Ugh. but he made it out of the poison cloud, but he attempts to run up and jump and do a grapple jump on you. What was it? Sorry. Again. The damage from the last guy. I don't think I got that from you. Nine. I believe nine. I was it? Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Nine slash or slashing, Piercing, but obviously slashing. Even pierced. Yeah. Um, so grapple contest with the other guy, please. All right, here comes. Come on. You can either use yeah. Oh, I can dex use or strength. You can use athletics oh. or or um, acrobatics. Oh, really? Oh, to well, dodge. Athletics if your dex or acrobatics. Is oh, they're the same. <laughs> All right, let's just do just for ac- flavor then. I'll do athletics. Here we go. Oh, dang it. Well, it's a ten. It was a fourteen and as a strength, and then I rerolled as a ten. You, you right, can choose. You I got know what I just realized, Bo? What? 
if they fail the constitution save in the cloud, they spend their action retching and reeling. Oh. Oh. So he couldn't have thrown the sword. Oh, right. Oh, oh, right, oh. right. <laughs> Look, man. Let's put those nine points right back where they belong in my I was chode. looking to see what happens if you go into the cloud, and I saw that. I instead. forgot about that. On the failed save, the creature spends its action that turn retching and reeling. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. We, we cycle it back. Um, that was just something that Stanley was imagining in the in the realm of plurality. <laughs> that maybe if he there you go. If yeah. he, if he, he had made, a little smile, a little monkey smile on his yeah, face. Yeah. <laughs> like part what Stanley's doing now in this Doctor Strange like uh, realm of possibilities is he's seeing he's fantasizing about various parts <laughs> about where Nash could get messed up and he's getting some minor amusement in between doing things in the real world and yeah this is that's one of those things. Sure. Um, all right. So, yep, it doesn't happen, and the chroma key, she doesn't move, so he's actually still barfing and puking. And he's going, you are without honor! (laughs) (laughs) You fight without honor! But the other one does jump grapple you, and you now have an orc. You're floating above your stinking cloud with an orc um, bear-hugging you in the, uh, a samurai orc bear-hugging you in the sky. Nice. Okay, is that all the orcs here? Yeah, this guy's dead. You. Uh, there's the one under the car, if he can do anything. Yep, so he's going to... Well, now the DC on this is insane, because he doesn't only have to lift a car, <laughs> but he has to lift a car with a giant ape sitting on it. Uh, would he even do that? Or would he just desperately... Uh, he just doesn't have his weapons. You know what? He attempts to pull his upper half of the body free by ripping the rest of his body apart. Do it. That's pretty badass. That's pretty metal. I feel like we should let him live if he pulls this off. Um, Yep, he does. He takes his strength and with great anger, he meditates. He silences. You can see him just do the Ray Skywalker thing of like silencing his mind. Do, 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 do. Gray would have been a lot cooler if she had done yeah. something like this. Star Wars. And she has his Ray Skywalker. He has his Ray Skywalker moment, and he, his muscles ripple as he holds onto the car, and he goes. And half of his body rips out, and then he gets he starts walking by hands. As his as blood and guts drip out from underneath him. Did um, I get an opportunity <laughs> attack on the torso? Uh, uh you do, actually. Feels Please mean. don't hit him. I this want feels, him to live. This feels mean. I, I can't do all of that and not have him live. Kill him later. Yeah, let him die. That's a uh, 19 to hit. Uh, that's it. Oh, it was actually a lot higher than that. I forgot to add anything to it. Yeah, yeah I I'm figured so, you hit. I'm sorry, Bo. Uh, that's going to be 20 <laughs> points of bludgeoning damage to oh. the torso. Okay, let's see here. He's... Oh, wait. He took way more than that. 25. This guy only got hit by the car and then you railed him last turn, right? Yeah, he got hit by the car for, I think, 20-something. Then he got punched once for 20-something. Now he's getting yeah, punched yeah. for another 20-something. I, okay. I think he's at... Okay, so now 20-something. Okay. Um, so, you, you hit him. So describe how you hit him. 
Well, I do have one question first, though. Um, is it just a? It would just be a fist attack, right? Just a singular. It wouldn't be the multi attack, yeah. right? It would be the multi attack. No, isn't fist multi attack? It. I mean, it says multi attack. Oh no! It sorry, not for attack. not for an opportunity attack. It's right. One attack. Yeah, it's okay. a reaction. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, you only get multi-attacks on your turn when you use an action. Um, so seeing him scramble away, uh, Giant Ape Stanley, in reaction to it, would just kind of take a swing at him, like, stop that, and just kind of yeah. bop him one as he's scrambling away on his hands. You bop him in sheer will, uh, and, and one uh, one lagging hit point remaining. On one hit point worth of fuel, he is, uh, 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 as you, like, he was going fast, and then it's slow after you bop him it's like and he and he goes kind of left and right a little bit <laughs> as, as he walks off and he doesn't manage to accomplish much else except getting away um at this point uh kind of cowardly actually but um kind of cowardly. He has, he has no honor this half orc but he's, he's out of sort of fighting options at this point <clears throat> um yeah, uh, that brings us to uh, Hope's turn, finally. Okay, seeing Varel surrounded, she's going to run up behind the two orcs attacking him and unleash her three attacks on them. Okay. Let's let it rip. First one is a 24. First one's a 24. Uh, I want to make you an offer. We'll accept this roll, but I want to make you an offer. If you're able to roll a 30 or higher on an athletics check, I'll let you knock their heads together and instantly kill them. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing that out there. It's you have to, you have to be able to roll a 30, but if you can roll a 30 and impossible or higher, we can we can also do that. It's we a pretty can good offer. Come, I can't we can make your dash, dreams come true. I couldn't roll a 30 on an athletics Is, even if you I got can't? a 20. That doesn't sound like the, 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 the war crime champion. Four. No, I know, but it would, but it would have to okay. be a 30 or higher. If you had some magical ability. Okay, it's fine. Let's do the attack rolls. Yeah, then. yeah, I wish. Yeah, I'm going to play it safe. I've I might got be confusing way your more damage with, to deal. I might be confusing your strength with Varel's, but I know your rolls are insane as well. You're in, you get the high 20s all the time. Let's do attack rolls. All right. The damage for this one is a 14. Okay. Uh, that's perfect. I'll note that down <coughs> for the one on the right. <coughs> yes. 14 it is. All right. So this is cool because now with my fighter thing, an 18, 19, 20 is... A, a crit. crit. So oh, I rolled an shit. 18, and this is a 30 plus a 12. So let me see. There's a damage. 30. <laughs> but this is damage, right? I, know, I, I know. can absolutely do 30 of damage. I know. All right. So let me do the damage here. There we go. So 19 damage for that one. Uh, 19. So you rolled, it's 40 something? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 19. Okay. You got to keep rolling to hit him. I'll mark the 19 on him as we keep going. All right, and this last one is an eighteen. All right, that's oh well, that's a crit as well. Oh, I mean not total? a not oh. a natural eighteen, eighteen okay. total, so a miss. 18. All right, roll. Oh yeah, it is a miss. That's right. So you stab him twice as you run up to help Varel, um, <laughs> and and stab one of the orcs twice in the back. And then she'll send diplomacy around to behind the paladin and start poking him. Okay, let's get some piercing damage on him. 
So this first one is a, or there's only one, a 26. 26. Okay. For the paladin. Um, yep. Uh, it's a hit. Cool. 14 damage. All right. 14 damage. So uh, most of him is armor plated, but your rapier finds like a connected joint where like some metal wiring exists there uh, in a shoulder blade and stabs in and pshht, some electricity shocks the, the sword. You can kind of see the electricity fly through the the dagger or through the rapier, but uh, does, doesn't do no damage to the to the rapier. Okay, perfect. Um, that is, is there anything else that you'd like to do? That's it. Okay, uh, then we move along to Nash. Okay. So Nash, you have a, a, a samurai orc sort of bear-hugging you at the moment as he's jumped up and tried to grab a hold of you. So he's sort of holding on to you, but he'll be, he seems poised to force you down to the ground with his weight, uh, and he might use his feet to kick you. It looks like he's going to hold on to you with the arms and then keep kicking you with his feet um, while grappled. Are my hands free? Uh, your hands are, yeah, they're like, they're like out, but you can still gesture with them. He hasn't, he hasn't restrained your hands. Hmm. Uh, let's, we, if we look at the, the grappled status here, your speed is zero. Um, the condition ends at the grapplers incapacitated and the condition also, yeah. So, I mean, you have disadvantage on certain things, but. All right. Well, I want to point blank him with something in the head. Is he helmeted? Not that uh, it matters no. that much. Okay. I mean, he is helmeted, yes, but it's like a samurai helmet, right? Yeah. Okay, here's what we're going to do then. I'm going to chromatic orb him right in the temple. Right in the big orc temple. Okay. And so here's what I'm... Something to keep in mind with, if it's a ranged attack, is you have disadvantage if it's within five feet on the roll. Uh, this one says... Hold on. But it might, that might not be the case with chromatic orb. Um, a ranged spell attack. Yeah, so you're going to roll with disadvantage on a ranged spell attack. Ah, boo! Where's the other guy? On the ground? Uh, he is on the ground, yes. He's still alive? He's barfing away. Okay. Hmm. I mean, the guy holding you might fail his save and start retching and just drop on his turn. Yeah, They're that's floating cool. above the stinking cloud. Oh, you're above the cloud. Well, give oh. a minute. Lower yeah, yeah. You know what? That's what we're going to do. That's a good point. <laughs> your movement, your movement <laughs> is zero. Bit. My movement oh. is zero? I can't float? So the thing to do is... Yeah, I know you're floating, but he's like you're so distracted with being grappled that you can't really move around at this. It's part of the rules. If you okay, grapple, fair you enough. Move. If we, uh, if we, how far are we from the ground? Uh, you're over twenty feet, so somewhere in the twenty-five to thirty range. I'm. You going... could re- you could unpucker your thermal underwear DNA and just fall to the ground. This is what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit. Do you of like fall. that phrasing, John? John? Yeah. I, I didn't know how the thermal underwear flying works until now, yeah. and now I completely yeah, the, understand it. Yeah, there's a, a little, little muscle just to the right of the sphincter that puckers and yeah. unpuckers. And that's little, how you <laughs> little little pucker unit there. All right, so here's what I'll do. I will release my pucker and fall the release twenty the pucker twenty feet, which I hope will be somewhat. Uh, <clears throat> softened by me landing on this idiot that's holding me. Okay, well, so now uh, as you f- you release immediately and you both begin falling, 
He's still going to have you grappled, so you're still going to have to break out, but the move was unexpected. I'm going to give you advantage on your roll versus his uh, thing if you want to break the grapple. But you'll still be grappled if you hit the ground. But I'm giving you some some benefit, some advantage. Can I do that now, or do I have to wait for the next turn on we movement? Have, we have to do it now. You can't wait till the next turn. Okay, here we're we go. Hit the ground on your turn. All right, yeah. so I'm going to do. I'll do a strength check because it's as good as anything. Remember, this is using an action to break a grapple. Right, so that's that totally fine. Um, I just need to get this guy off. Plus, now he's down in the he's down in the he's down in the yeah, dirt. You do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, now. So he's down in the in the poo poo again, which will help. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. With advantage, first one's a thirteen. Shit, thirteen's best I could do. Thirteen's the best you can do. Okay, so you attempt to break free as as it's unexpected. His eyes go wide, and he attempt. You look, and then you attempt to kick him off. And jump out. And so you do end up breaking free somewhat, mm. but then he grabs onto your robes and sort of pulls you back into the stinking cloud as you both fall in to green brown uh, mist. And you both hit the ground together. That's a tw- going to be 30 feet fall, so we're going to have to roll for some damage dice for you. I thought it was 20. Uh, you- Not 20? No, you were over Well, 20. you were over 20 feet, oh. uh, roughly. So because you're in the 20 to 30 range, I'm ruling three damage dice uh, okay. for. Or sorry, two damage dice. So you're going to take 10 points of damage. Okay. And he's as well a bludgeoning, and he's going to take 11 points of bludgeoning damage as All you right. both uh, fall. Okay. Um, he's still got a hold of your, like, arm. Like, he's not bear-hugging you like he was before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, oh, 11 points of damage. Uh, let me see here. This guy was also hit by a car. <laughs> Please let fell to the ground. So, you know. That would be great. <clears throat> oh, 50. <laughs> um, yeah, he's not quite dead, but as he hits the ground, you hear bone his bones break. As he's got a hold of you, he's like crack, crack, crack. As he hits the ground, and blood like just <laughs> spurts out of his nose. As you can just see, only see his face through the mist of farts that surround <laughs> you. <now. laughs> all right, sweet. Um, all right, anything else you want to do for your turn? Now, you did, does does I does I cannot oh, can't I'm, move? Though. I guess I'm you still so I can't move. Okay. Um, Sorry, yeah, it's fine. I'm good. I think that's all I can do. <clears throat> all right. Uh, so the laser beams, um, seeing that, uh, so the, the paladin of the, the umbilical order, Varel, uh, seeing as how the, the, both the orcs have moved out of the way of the lasers. And so is hope. He stops the laser beam. Um, and then uh, seeing both of the orcs behind you, uh, he then moves in to sort of do a pincer move and like crush you between them. So he just walks up and he's going to make a grapple attempt with you on his on his arms. Let's do this. All right. Grapple. I've got a 22. 23. Oh, shit. So he, move, he moves up towards you, attempts to get the grapple in and with the aid of the orcs behind you. Uh, doesn't manage to do it, so he's pushing in, and his arms go out, and then you you still grabbing a hold of his arms. You're still having this like arm battle, like as he attempts to do that. Um, however, as you're grappling, he releases his plague rodents. Uh, little capsules on, on his armor open up, and rats come running down and go tearing after your eyes to bite your eyeballs. Um, first roll is a fourteen. 
And the second roll is a 10. So you now have two giant rats that have run down his arms, then down your arms, and are attempting to bite your eyeballs. And they have, they have pus. Like, they look like they've been bathed in infection as they have all these sores and growths and, like, flesh things all over them. And you know if they bite you, there might be disease and you might be blinded. And they're obstructing your view. Uh, so they're now sitting upon your beak, uh, biting your eyeballs. Um, it is now your turn. Cool. Last time Stanley went after me, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah. Sorry. No worries, Stanley. I mean, you go first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We we can just keep the we can keep the order moving. Slipperell right. do his thing. Well, first thing I'd let. Oh. Oh. Oh no. Okay. Oh. Are you debating a flame burst? No. What I was hoping to do. Sadly, a flame burst and a is a bonus action, and so is uh, my special bite attack, which I wanted to. Since I'm blind, while I'm holding his hands, I can then go ah and like put his whole face in my mouth. So he has to, with his glass visor, be looking at the inside of my mouth while my tongue, you know, <laughs> grazes across the glass paneling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love this visual. I wish it. I wish it was true, but sadly, flame bursting would hit the rats. So that's that's a good idea. Let's let's flame burst. Let's flame burst the rats. Okay, perfect. So everything just takes flat four. No save. It's just flat four. Yep, flat four. Uh, <laughs> hope would take two. Hope you're taking two points of damage. The orcs Make that one. Well, oh. you take it four. I already, I already reduced it for you. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. So it's wait. Two. I thought it was default four. Is it eight? No, no, no. It, it's four. But she has fire resist because she's in my aura and she's a tiefling. Okay. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Oh, you're saying you it wasn't your fire resist, it was my fire resist. That yeah, resist. my fire resist better than your fire. Actually, she's yeah. had fire resist longer than I have, so. Born with fire resist. <laughs> no, it counts, I helped you. We had no one cared. All right, so the fire bounces off the pallet and doesn't do anything. The two rats, however, burst into flames upon your brow. They're not dead, but they are on fire. So they're now flaming plague rats (laughs) upon your eyeballs. (laughs) Uh, The two orcs behind me are still going. Uh, the two orcs, yep, yeah, they're still going. Uh, Hope is helping with the backstabs, but they're everyone's trying to subdue you. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> you have you have like the two flail orcs are gone, but you still have two orcs behind you trying to trying to wrestle you down into submission, as well as this guy who's like you're having a a, a arm wrist war with, basically. Well, my hands are occupied anyway. And he's in full armor. Yeah. Okay. I want to get these rats off me. You use your action to shake your head really violently. Well, I am I am immune to poison. There's a good chance the rats do poison. Poison or disease, something. Something in the in the Nash family of effects. Oh right, disease is usually like a weird custom effect that you don't have under conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't really, I don't really want to be deceived by a bunch of rats. Ah, tough choice. Okay, but I'm I'm maintaining the grapple, which means the main man here isn't flying around shooting mini missiles and crap at everybody. So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep hand locked with my opponent here, and I will do what I originally intended 
I will transform my action into... Oh, no, you know what? Well, actually, it doesn't have to be a bonus action, right? Yeah, that's only the Hungry Jaws special feature, which is a bonus action once per short rest. I can still make two attacks just with my mouth. Yeah, bite him. Maybe you could somehow... Uh, so, in, in look, before your vision was blurred, he is a metal man with a... In a he's, he's a man in a metal house, and that visor is a door, and maybe there's a way to rip off the door with your teeth or something. Like, if you don't want to go for straight-up attacks, you could potentially open the door to his metal home and put something in there. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Would you let me... What I'd love to do is rip open his metal door and shove the rat in there. Yeah. Well, we're currently Flaming grappling rat. with our hands, so I figure my hands are occupied, which is why I'm, I'm questioning. Yeah, yeah, your hands are occupied. You got to. Yeah. You, but you might. How long is your tongue? I mean, it's I just don't standard. think you want to. Yeah, okay. Maybe there's side. like a bite the bite the fa uh, helmet off, then grab the rat with your tongue and put it in there. Like, but no. Uh. Yeah, I, I'm not. That's probably too many turns. Not that dexterous. So you, you know, if you'll let me, can I do a like a, a little head roll to try to bite a rat off my own face? Yeah, yeah, like a little like maneuver to make it lose its footing and then ah. Yeah. Like yeah. All right. That would be a. Um, I would put that under sleight of hand, although this is sleight of head. Um, but okay. we're gonna put this. This is. A slight ahead maneuver, I think. This is dexterous. It's just I want to grant it some of your animal instincts because you are a lizard folk, so like you might have some way to, of doing that. But a slight of hand is a dexterity check, right? Yeah. You're less, you know, you got to have some weaknesses for real. That's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I can't make this a straight up athletics or strength feat. This is a dexterous feat. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. Let's go for it. Let's go. Let's see if I can All get right. a rat off my face. All right. Let me determine the DC, and you go ahead and make that roll. Wiggle just right, and the just right's a twelve. Uh, no, I can't give that to you, man. Okay. Sorry. All right. As you um, as you attempt to to to, to bite it off, it, it loses its it's it's like it's 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 been trained. This this rat for months has been taught to bite eyes. And it's savvy to your tricks and actually skirts around your head in a big circle and attempts to bite your eye from a new angle. So uh, he's a little more cunning than than you had hoped. Cool. I'm still happy with maintaining the grapple on the metal man. Okay, perfect. And that grapple still continues. Um, Stanley, uh, you are standing upon a car watching a half-bodied uh, orc with one hit point uh, saunter off. What? Uh, by any chance, was the lower part of his body what was chromed at all? Um, what was uh, chromed on this orc? This orc's chrome was on one of his arms. Oh, ah, okay. not his cod piece. Well, I apologize, everybody. I'm still going to waste this turn and be not helpful at all. Uh, giant ape Stanley, sometimes you just have to do what you have to do, is going to uh, pull the lower torso out from under the car and hurl it mm -hmm. at the escaping orc. All right. It might not make sense to onlookers, but you've peered into plurality, and this is this is how we win. <laughs> 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 if you were to actually go help, you would set back the timeline. So you, you go ahead and... and you... 
You, you, so you, you take his legs and you throw, it, <laughs> throw it at his upper body. Oh yeah. my god, you're well sadistic, I can't believe the elves made you their leader. What? Uh, it's twenty-five to hit. Uh, it's a hit. Describe how you slay the upper half of the orc from the bottom half. So as he's just doing he could have left, and he could have been a villain in a future campaign with such an epic origin story. But nope, he dies here. Uh, uh, as he's just doing his little hand walks away, uh, a very angry and upset that he didn't finish him off. Uh, Ape Stanley lifts the car a little bit, grabs these legs, and then like uh, what are they, the bolos or whatever? He just zips them out. You just see legs and torso spinning across the desert, and. Uh, it wraps around the orc's neck and he kicks himself in the face and collapses. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it transpires. Two halves of the orc body laying in the desert. And then a car oh. runs over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I will see, like, let, maybe we can salvage some usefulness out of this turn. Is Ape Stanley able to try and leap onto this car to engage the other orc? Uh, which car, sorry? Uh, the jeweler, like this, like from this uh, car. So I'm not doing the car simulation one-to-one, -one, but I'll allow... If you want to jump on top of the jeweler's car, okay, I'll allow All it. All right. Abe Stanley's <laughs> going to jump on top of the car. All right, so you're now on a moving vehicle, but the vehicle starts moving extra slow. Brrr, it sticks into the sand. <laughs> the, the, the jeweler's head pops out. He's like, what the beep are you doing? Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's it. That's my turn. That's All right. Uh, yeah. So we move to the nameless one who he he's driven off with the with the the this orc on his back, and he's going to deal with that situation. He sort of exits combat. Jeweler also. Um, he would have exited combat, but now his car is slowed down by the giant ape standing on top of it, and he just spends his turn um, yelling at the ape to get off the damn, get off the effing car because <laughs> it's slowed down. Uh, so that brings us back to the Kuromukishi. So there's two Kuromukishi in the sickness sphere. Will they continue to be barfing? Uh, let's find out when we come back from the break we're at the halfway point it's time for for break you guys will find out how much barf and vomitus will be part of the situation very soon. nice i can't wait to find out how much barf will be involved when we come back everybody go pee do your things do whatever you gotta do we'll be back at about 10 we'll see you then boom we're back hey everybody welcome back we're uh, now for the last part of today's session and i'll throw it back to Bo, uh where we are in the thick of the action right now yeah, so you're fighting before the front gate. The goblins, I mean, only a few seconds have progressed in these past hour and a half of play. Um, but the goblins continue to scale and, and battle with the at the Toyota host hordes up atop the gate. Um, Varel is, is in the middle of a grapple with the uh, with two Kuromokishi samurai orcs behind him and a giant uh, marine, like a metal marine uh, in front of him and two flaming plague rats atop his uh, face when over your uh, earpiece devices a voice comes in and says I've taken out the first cannon I'm going to go have some fun and then another voice appears I'll be like what already oh, uh, we're just getting started over here why don't you come help us I fine I will come help you and he's like uh Actually, never mind. Maybe we don't need help. <laughs> and 
there's no response from Diane Tallis's voice as uh, you can feel the irritation ebbing through the headset on it. And then Nash goes, well, help if you want. Um, well, White Nash says, uh, well, help if you want. It's just, I think we got this. There's there's a lot of Nashes here. And I think one of them's casting a pretty important spell. I'm not sure what spell it is. He's already casting it, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna interrupt him. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch Great. of losers. <laughs> He's, I don't know. One of them's busy. We're doing something. Would you make up your mind, and... Stanley? Says. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I have a. <laughs> Has everyone on this channel lost their mind? Monsoon, uh, check it in. I'll be done mine soon as well. Let's let's make our way towards the center, Diane Tallis. Fine. And then you're... And then Nash's, White Nash's voice goes up. And says, uh, so, so are you coming to help here or not? And there's just silence on the intercom again. Um... All right, uh, so the we're at the Kurobokishi's turns, I believe. We had <laughs> I like someone drew the arms on the Kurobokishi on the token. <laughs> that happened. All right, oh, so we got to roll saving throws. Uh, that's where we left off. What are these Constitution saving throws? They are failures, and both of the orcs begin. They're on all fours. They're barfing and shitting all over the ground around, and you can hear the liquid Nash uh, like hitting the dirt, uh, even though you can't see them through the through the mist of farts that you're now also in, uh, that you'll be dealing with soon, uh, as dread over having to deal with the consequences of your own spell begins to sink in. Um, the Kuromokishi behind, uh, the one behind uh, that you're stabbing, Hope, turns around with both blades in a big swing, immediately sensing, you know, your presence, because you stabbed them a couple times, um, and makes a few swings. So I got a 19... And I got a 14 for some sw- sword hits. Either your AC's pretty high, right? 24? Oh my. Yeah, it's a miss. <laughs> so whoo, you start to dodge out of the way, out, out uh, Bushido-ing the, the, uh, the Bushido orcs themselves as you... Whoo, whoo, the second one spins around too, sensing uh, difficulty and um, actually whoo, brings up his sword and circles around you waiting for a reaction instead of striking you, looking for the precise moment with which to counterattack you with. Um, and you read that immediately. So they're now both facing you. Um, and so uh, the other orcs are kind of... Oh, so the orc, a giant ape, were, the giant ape is standing on the jeweler's car that's not going very fast. And the orc's able to clamber on up. And as he clambers on over the hood, he... He didn't really notice that it, you had jumped over there, and he looks up, and his eyes are filled with shock as he as he sees the shadow of an ape, and you go oh, and look over towards him, um, and then he, he swallows his fear, gets up onto the car, and the car is puttering along slowly, and he brings up his blades and prepares uh, to dodge any incoming attacks and counter rather than as he balances upon the car. Um, I'm going to roll a dice for that last Karobo Kishi with the orc, with the nameless orc who's driven off. Okay, uh, we now move to Hope. It is your turn. So you have an orc on your left who's readied, and you have an orc on a right who's swung at you and is in, is in mid-martial uh, art. 
Perfect. She'll keep going after the one on the right. Okay. Like 24. It's a hit. Seventeen damage. Okay, describe your slaying of this orc. Yeah. Ooh, uh, rapiers, they're just so fancy as weapons. So just a, a little stab through the throat, and then it comes out clean. Okay. Uh, and then as he's falling, she'll whistle out for diplomacy and have it come around to use the bonus action to stab the one that's ready. Okay, as you're stabbing the second one, this is the noise the fallen orc makes. <laughs> as, this is, as his blood curdles, as he drops to both knees and falls over, uh, you hear uh, uh, that. <laughs> that, that, that. You hear that pretty good? Was that, yeah, that's that pretty good. good. That worked. Yeah, it was good. I, I give myself inspiration. Um, all right, so the uh, make your sorry your attack roll on the second orc. So Diplomacy will attack with a 23. Okay. Oh, Diplomacy comes around and attacks with a 23. All right. It connects. Nine damage. Nine damage. Okay. Uh, perfect. So he just, he goes, and he just, he just shoulders the stab. Still concentrating on, on parrying you in some way. Really? Okay. Well, Hope's curiosity is Picked, so she'll do her second attack on him just to see what happens. Okay, so you swing out with your excuse me, sorry, swing out with your sword. Ah, twenty six. Okay, perfect. Uh that is now. Shit, I rolled a one. Um, all right, so <laughs> hope likes no, what happened. <laughs> so, so, so he attempts to deflect. He brings both of his swords together to try and parry the sword swing and misses completely hitting air as you hold as you pull an elden ring boss move of like going to stab then going fat roll away (laughs) (laughs) and you sort of slow down and then he swings and then you go in for the stab uh roll your damage dice cool 13 damage 13 damage it is uh so you stab in uh, getting him for 13 okay he takes more damage as another stab oh. uh, enters him. Uh, third attack, uh, roll a one. Oh, oh. All right. So you roll a one on this one. He His parry misses. You roll a one on that one and hit air, and uh, you you trip and fall. And he sort of stumbles, and you fall into a, a pile of body with him. Both of you drop your weapons on the ground as well. Um as you both hit the ground uh, in, in sort of this weird, just everyone's trying to out ninja each other. You end up in a ninja pile, a ninja fail pile on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> as long as nobody's looking, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> you, both, you both rolled ones during this sort of interaction. It's kind of funny. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, you're you're on the ground. All right, Nash, you're up. Okay. Uh, constitution saving throw, baby. Oh, you got to yeah. beat a 17. Yeah. Does he get advantage on this, uh, Stanley? For Wait, I don't. I, I mean, you're immune to poison. Yeah, oh, I don't um, have to do anything. So I think you're fine. Those okay. guys so have to. So I said to. dread filled you in the last round, then you re- your dread is immediately relieved. I mean, doesn't mean he can't smell it. It's just he can keep it down. It just means he's used to it, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do know, and it's gross. <laughs> it is pretty gross. Is the guy above me, what's his little icon mean? 
Uh, there's no guy. Oh, the guy like I mean, just you? north of um, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's it poisoned. means he's poisoned. And the other guy is also poisoned. The other guy would also be poisoned because he failed the last. Okay, role. just yeah. making sure. Um, all right, one of them has me grabbed by the leg or the arm or something. Yeah, going. upon failing though, he's let go because he's got to he's got to deal with his uncontrollable barfing. Okay, which, and the other guy, which is like you slowly see see it pooling near you and within touching distance, so you, you want to move. I am going to definitely move. Um, to about here. <laughs> Do you see where I'm at? <laughs> I like how it's basically like you released a fart and everyone's dying, but it's you, you know you're you're capable of dealing with your own farts. Yeah, so I just dealt my own fart. It's all fine. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. That's right. I'm going to uh, chromatic orb this guy now that I've got some distance on him. Um, I'll I'll aim for this dude here. All right, chromatic it up. Uh, here we go. That would be a twenty-one to hit. It's a hit. And what type of orb was it? It oh, I uh, chose. Well, I know they suck at poison. I should stick with that. Hold on. Uh, can you do poison? It's probably acid damage. I, th- I think there's poison. So there's acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, or thunder. Oh, there's poison. Okay. Um, I'll do poison damage because it's damage it's not just going to make him sick so here goes here comes damage whoops i gotta cast it there we go all right that would be 34 points of damage poison damage what that's a lot of damage yeah only third level too pretty good so you rolled 3d8 i did three nope 5d8 so you cast it not at the third level you cast it at the higher spell level no i cast it at third that's third then level. That's 3d8 yeah. damage. You only get the extra damage if you cast it at a higher spell level. Oh, why is it? Because you might be looking at a higher level on your sheet. Well, no, because so the very next one... So if I do it at fourth, I get 6d8. If I do it at... Uh, you have to, so at higher levels, you cast a spell using a spell slot of second level or higher. The damage increases by 1d8 for each slot above the first. Right. So the baseline damage is 3d8 if you cast it... At its spell level, which is yeah, that's level um, one. So I cast it. One. I cast it at three, which is five to forty-eight yeah, for so two. You, so you burn a third level spell slot. Not yeah, a first I did. Level spell slot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, perfect. Um, so five d eight. It is. It was thirty. How much damage? Thirty-four. All right. So at which guy? Sorry, it was the guy on the left. Right? Guy on the left. All right. So you make a really big chromatic orb that looks like a giant booger of poison and fire it at him and poof, describe your, your slaying of this orc. All right. I, uh, I, I yell, even though it doesn't have a, a vocal uh, aspect to it, I yell, uh, hey, uh, let's, uh, let's see. Um, hey, you big piece of poo. Here, have a giant ball of goo. And then I throw it and it goes all over him and uh, that's the end of that guy. He's dead. <laughs> All right, so it just lands and douses him completely. Yep. And he makes one last vomit uh, before expiring. goes, Bleh! Great. Someone else is going to have to clean this area up. I'm not going to hang around here. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty gross. Yeah, it is pretty gross. All right, he has been slain. Uh, anything, any other moves on your turn? Bonus not action? at the moment. No, I'm good. Okay. Then we move on to the... Uh, the um, the paladin of the umbilical orders turn and so nash you've got control of his arms and as you control his arms 
even though you're the one in the grapple, he brings his. F- oh, you're muted. Sorry. Uh, oh, I, I, I was saying it's Burrell. It's, it's all good. It's all good. Na- Nash, I was worried for a second. You said Nash. Yeah, you so. said. Oh, Nash, sorry, right. Varel. Even though you're you in control of the grapple, Varel. My my apologies. Yeah. Um. You. He brings his face closer to yours, and he speaks to you directly, Varel. And uh, all right, I'm trying to fill time while I do button. Your kind were created to be slaves. The principle will ensure that the chrome cord remains attached. Surrender yourself to your nature. You are intellectual property of humankind, and you will be put to the blade. You will serve the paladins of the umbilical order as it was, as it was written in the ancient texts. Surrender yourself now. says that to you and as he says that to you um a device um, like this gatling gun like sort of moves up onto his shoulder pointed at your face and begins spinning up and you start taking gatling gun bullets to the face damn (laughs) my face is under attack (laughs) (laughs) all right and that is a 27 that's a hit. Does it hit right. the rats? Am I protected by two giant rats on my face? Uh, <laughs> no, the bullets will probably pierce through them if they hit. But, um, uh, you know, it's computer-guided uh, targeting. So, you know. Yeah, you take 26 points of piercing damage as as the Gatling gun begins. And, like, the bullets bounce off your your scales, but they're... They're doing like they're they're piercing in and cutting, and you're like ah, but you're like greatly protected as the Gatling gun is just like, and you hear this loud noise, and everyone can see this, and there's like a chain of shells ringing off the back, and no, the rats don't get hit. This is computerized technology, and they are dodging the rats who also remain on your head, and they make bite attempts at your eyes as the Gatling gun. <laughs> Pals your head in. <laughs> All right. One is too low of a roll. The other one is going to be a 16, which I think is also too low for you. Um, AC, yeah, your AC is 20, so that's not going to be a hit. Uh, they attempt to nibble at your eyes further. Um, it is now Stanley or Varel's well, I'm going to do my reaction to the Paladin. So you have okay. to make a DC 17 dexterity saving check. Or get oh. claimed. Failure. Get flamed. Sweet. He takes seven points of fire damage just from fire and blood erupting from my face in his direction. Okay, perfect. As it erupts in his face and direction, it coats his armor and does nothing to him. Sure. He, he seems to have an immunity to your fire damage. Alright. Uh, yeah, now Varel, it is your turn. Okay. Got two rats on my face. A minigun firing in my face. I got um, a dead Kuromukishi behind me, but one is still going, but engaged with hope and the blade. Yeah. All right, I'm going to flame burst first to see if that kills a rat. Yeah, and you have him grappled. Yeah. Cool. Uh, So you flame burst, and again, both the rats explode into flames. This time, they begin melting and slow down as they fall off your head. 
<sighs> yeah, into like these little like fireballs that go plummet to the ground at your feet. Now, hope oh, down. The Koromo Kishi behind you also takes the fire damage as well. Okay, perfect. And Hope will take the the reduced yeah. fire damage as well. But Hope is on the ground, correct? Yeah, they're on, they're in the ninja fail pile behind you. Oh, they're both on the ground, so I couldn't duck and have the and the bullets kind of go behind me. <laughs> and you know, I feel like you're goldies for me. <laughs> yeah, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> Okay, well, if they're both on the ground, then I don't think he can make opportunity attacks. No, they wouldn't be able to make opportunity attacks. So I'm going to, with my face under fire, just start pushing this guy towards Stanley. Okay, yeah, you can move him. So your full movement is what? 40? Push him toward the monkey. Yeah, that's my thought. Is like, uh, you know, if he's if he's entirely yeah. engaged in, in you can move your me- full four. So you have him grappled, so you can move your full forty and bring him with you, without skill checks required. Sweet. Yeah, I, w- I would like to just kind of like, un- while under fire, got his hand, just kind of start walking him back with the okay. in the face, going ah yeah. uh, after he set a bunch of random bull in my way. <laughs> and I'm just going. <laughs> I never studied history. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then move your character, and I'll move the 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 paladin where you want him. All right, I'll take him. I'll take him over here. Two, three, four. Okay. Uh, perfect. All right, if I, I can, can twist him there, so I can get him in stand in monkey range. Sure. All right. So uh, the car is going that slow that you're able to catch up with the jeweler's car. <laughs> um, is you 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 walk him towards the the slowed car with the ape on top of it. And uh, there's a, there is another Kuromokishi orc or, uh, on the the trunk, standing and facing down the ape. Um, yeah. Okay. So you've moved him there. Okay. You still have an action, I believe. Yep. All right. Well, we're 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 grappled, so hands are occupied. So I'm gonna give him a double bite attack. Are you gonna do attack rolls, or are you gonna do um, bite the helmet off? Um. It'll now be athletics. Like, yeah, let's see if you can bite that helmet off. Yeah, because be, you, you're able to, to ah on his face quite easily, but then you have to yank it off. So it yeah, requires kind of spit it. Off it's going to be side. a tough. It's going to be a tough check, though. It's it, this is metal screwed bolts in. It's it's solid, so we're going to need a good roll from you. All right. Um, yeah. Probably probably more useful than like biting metal. So let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> we're in the very hard territory. So I need a high roll for it. Natty twenty, right there. Woo! And what's the modifier you add? Like nine, I believe. Ten. So it'd be a thirty. So it's a thirty. So uh, just f- FYI, a DC of thirty is a nearly impossible setting, right? So if you roll a thirty, you can kind of get away with almost anything that isn't quite possible. So the teeth, the mouth comes out uh, as you're getting hit in the head with bullets. <laughs> Clamp onto the teeth sink in and then a little gap and you bend metal like you just there's this high-pitched squeak as the metal bends and lets you put your teeth in and you go ah and the with a big his face is exposed and uh, do you hold the thing in your mouth or do you chuck it away immediately i just spit it to the side yeah you spit it to the side and you look in his face and you see he doesn't have a normal human head. It's almost like he was poured into the suit, 
like his face is like stretched into the sides and it's just like he's almost like one with the metal as if he was like it it's reminiscent of what we talked about being Nash being poured in a, in a flesh press like a mold. it's almost like he's flesh just molded in he's got a face but it looks like splotchy patches like he's dried up jello human jello flesh in there and his face eyes wide in fear his face is there and he goes how he just says how in shock (laughs) (laughs) perfect i smile under the bullets yeah Yep, the bulls continue pummeling at your head, uh, Stanley. You're up, and so you've seen you've seen all this happen uh, from one corner of the eye, but you may be too fixated on the one in front of you. I don't know how your giant ape brain works. Yeah, I I mean he feels like he's being challenged by this uh, orc that stood in front of him and took no attack against him. So it's almost like a like a show a show off, and. Uh, Stanley Ape Brain says that's not going to be acceptable, and he's going to try and punch him. Uh, All right, make your attack roll. So, all right, good thing I get advantage. Not by much. Uh, I think that's going to be a miss. Uh, that's twelve. Oh, twelve is going to be a miss, and he also uh, makes an attack roll of twenty-three. Uh, oh, that'll to, hit. Yeah. That'll to Perry. Hit. Yeah. So what happens is you go to swing down, you end up smashing the back of the trunk and you hear more beep, 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 beep coming from the jeweler as you mess up his car. And then he jumps, he sort of sidesteps, does a, a front flip onto your hand, then flips into the air and jumps over your head and swings both of his swords at your head. Oh, he does have disadvantage. Was that with the disadvantage? I mean, not that it's hard to hit the ape, but he should have disadvantage on the attack. Uh, sorry, granted by what? I'm just forgetting. Uh, foresight. Oh, you foresight gives you a disadvantage on the attack rolls. Yeah. Okay. What did I? What did I? What have I done? What have you done? I'm, it's not like I can complain about the balance of the item I made. <laughs> uh, oh, that's because of foresight, right? Yeah, that's the spell. All right, uh, so he then it's then a miss. So he is able to he does sidestep, he does jump on your hand, he does the flips, but you see the possibilities where he hits both your head and misses your head, and you dodge your head the right way, and the swings go, and he he lands now on the hood. So he's Uh, now behind you. Next attack would be a twenty-four to hit. Next attack for the multi-attack because he's doing a multi-attack. Yeah, so you turn around and swing at him. This is a hit. Okay. Uh, I believe that is 3d10. Let me just confirm. Uh, Yes, 3d10 plus 6. 22 points of bludgeoning damage to him. All right, he takes it. He's not dead. 22, right? Yep. He's suffered a total of 55 points of damage thus far. Um, so the second one hits. Oh, I see someone's drawn a, a monkey body with a book on it. A lot of artwork going on in today's uh, math. You, I can, if, of, you, if you need to move him, I, I, I can delete him. It's all. fine. No, no, it's fine. I'm going to leave it there. Uh, I just needed to add the damage to the orc. Okay, perfect. Anything else you'd like to do, uh, Stanley? 
Uh, nope, that's it for, for right now. Then now seeing two tasty targets, because now he's, his challenge has been, he's shown his dominance to a degree, and now he is noticing the metal man as well. Okay, so at the end of your turn, <clears throat> uh, your, the intercom uh, comes on again, and you hear the, the, the lizard tactical team says, We have found Button! We are shooting Button now! <laughs> and you hear... Uh, the lizard tactical team come through. Button fire! We praise the sky with button! <laughs> In the background um, as well. And then um, you hear uh, White Nash also get back on the radio and he says, um, uh, guys, uh, so, well, you guys might have some questions. <laughs> and as you say that, oh, the, de- the bright, sunny desert sky darkens immediately and turns black as night, but not natural blue glowing night. It turns pitch black and a large sphere of green opens, opens in the sky. And then sort of everyone stops for a second. The Gatling gun stops shooting for a moment. As this big change, everyone, you, you know, hope you're you're in your, your ninja pile. As both you and the samurai orc look up into the sky, um, and everyone looks up, and the cloud, the, the sky darkens, and a large green sphere emerges, and then a huge rock pelts through the darkness, and another rock. And then in moments, there is a a meteor swarm descending from the sky. And all these meteors begin towards some location beyond the mountains. And then you hear kaboom, 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 kaboom happening behind the sky. And then a large meteor also sort of and just at and it sort of hits near some of the goblins boom and goblins go um, crashing as well as the nameless orc who's driving his car with the Koromo Kishi with the flail on it they've been fighting they make this weird turn and he drives straight into the rock wall and both the nameless orc and the the um, the uh, the Koromo Kishi and the car just explode also connecting with the meteor kaboom kaboom there's a giant meteor shower occurring inside the solar mine periphery and he's like um you hear all the intercom so oh shit oh no oh run you hear and then that's the (laughs) jeez please Um, tell me they didn't just kill themselves all the gnashes aren't dead right and so taking advantage of this situation (laughs) As everyone's sort of dumbfounded by this meteor swarm that hit from the sky, the jeweler takes out his gun and shoots the the orc on his hood and his crotch. <laughs> All right, first shot is a hit. Oh, my gosh. All right, second shot is a hit. Probably good Stanley was an ape for this, or he would just waste his turn scolding mm-hmm. Nash over the intercom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, while everyone was distracted, the jeweler whipped out his gun, shot the orc twice in the balls, and 
And he's like, take that, mother. And then just like, oh, like his balls fall out from his pants, hit the ground and blood squirts out. And he just he just dies. He just falls over the car, just dies uh, from from balls bleed out. <laughs> Technical term. And, for it, yeah. and the jeweler is pretty proud of his sweet little uh, roguish move. And um, that brings us to uh, the Kuroma Kishi's turn. The only Kuromo Kishi's turn it is uh, uh, is the one next to you, Hope. And he's dumbfounded by what he's seeing, so he misses his turn. Um, and there's the one sick in the cloud who doesn't even know there's a meteor swarm going on. He's barfing and puking so much. So he passes his constitution save. He's like, oh. Wipes off his mouth, stumbles out of the cloud what's his hp looking like yeah he's still got lots of hp Ugh. and looks around and looks for you nash and he Jeez. sees you and right. you're looking up and he runs up and he does he goes ah you're so angry you just hear ah and he runs up at you and does a luke can kick as he as he uh, goes to bicycle bicycle kick you in rage uh and um, that's a 14? Is that a hit? That's a hit on That you. is a hit. You keep that hitting, hit. keep hitting uh, he, my exact AC. Gosh dang it. Third time <laughs> to so that. So close. Uh, and he bicycle kicks you. Okay. All right. Um, so you're going to take 23 points of bludgeoning damage. Jeez. As he goes, and you fly 20 feet in the air and hit the ground. Like he just, he bicycle kicked you and goes, and and you go flying twenty feet, hit the dirt, right. while meteors go. Who did this? The Kuromo Kishi. The the one that was sick, and not dead, in the cloud. He he, oh, he succeeded okay. and saved, and he ran out. And he's just so mad at being made to barf that he bicycle kicked the shit out of him. Because has been slowly adding to the art, and everyone looks really dead everywhere. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So the only ones remaining is the one near Hope, and the sick one that just just kicked the shit out of Nash. Got All it. right. Great. Okay. That brings us Hope. It is your turn. You have a moment where you realize the Karomo Kishi next to you is 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 dumbfounded by this meteor shower in the sky. All right. She's gonna spend half her movement to stand up. Uh, what would it take to grab her sword again? Uh, free action. Well, you'd have to move away. So um, the sword is one. One of the swords is on the other side, and your other sword would be uh, just over here. I'll put a marker on it for you. Just hang on. Um, there's a sword over here for you. All right. Cool. She will stand up, move five feet to grab her sword, move five feet back, and then attack the. So one when you the move ground. the first five feet, the Kuromo Kishi then becomes aware. It's going to do an opportunity attack, and it's the kind Go of thing where you, he's going to try and grab your leg. He's oh. going to attack, like punch your leg to knock you back down. Right? One of those, one of those kind of fights where someone gets back up and the other one draws them back down. Totally. Um, it's a miss. He goes to grab you. You dodge out of the way quickly and pick up the sword in one fell motion. That's your free action used. Sweet. And then she'll head back to him and attack him. All right. With advantage, he's lying on the ground. He raises his hands up. All right. So 27 for that, for the first one. 27. Okay. That's a hit. 
16 damage. All right, 16 damage. Perfect. Oops, wrong guy. Okay, he's... She's still going. You'll have to make another roll. You, you sink down. All <laughs> right, go. I got. I rolled an eighteen for the the second one for the advantage. So, and okay. Natty. So he's looking in rough shape from that stab. You stabbed him really good the first time. Right? He's like, <laughs> and you bring the sword back, and you go to do it again. He grabs the sword with his hand, and his hands bleed, and he's just holding the sword within an inch of his life near death. <sighs> Cool, and Hope will do the, the hand on the back of the hilt of the rapier and help shove it in to kill him. Yeah. Cool. And then in that case, she sees that Monkey Man and Varel have the paladin, so she's going to finally turn her attention and see what's going on with Nash. Oh, so you kill him with the hilt of your hand, right? So I just want to say he also yells out, I die with honor! And then that, that was just last words. You know, hope they're dedicated. She'll give them that. Uh, <laughs> and then she'll. So the one that's still alive is it the one in the green puddle that's still alive, or is it the clean one? Uh, it's the clean one. The clean one. Okay, cool. So she'll whistle and send diplomacy over to the clean one for an attack. Okay, do it. <laughs> I see the beginnings of some googly eyes. <laughs> Oh, uh, one. It's a one. All right. Uh, so it misses, and the, you fling the sword outside of your control range. I think it has a limit range of 30. Yeah. Yeah, so you fling it outside. It just hits the ground. You no longer have uh, mental control of it until you pick it up. Sounds good. All right. Uh, this brings us to N- Nash. Gosh. All right. So you just I... got bicycle kicked into the ground. You're lying. You're 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 on your back. On what just happened? And it's from this douche over here, right? It's still uh, yeah, there. yeah. That's the last Karobo Kishi living. This guy here. All right. Yeah. Well, we need to end that. So the meteors are flying on the sky overhead. Um, I'm going to give him what I gave his old his other pal uh, at level two. I will cast Chromatic Orb. Here comes the hit dice. Oh, shit. An 11. An 11? Um, okay, that is a miss. You don't say. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's okay. So as a result of that, I will uh, rise up at about 20 feet with my underwear just to stay away from him. I don't want him to run over here and do that again. All right. He can jump up and jump kick you at 20 feet. These guys have uh, supernatural jumping abilities. You may want to go higher. 20 feet, really? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Then I'll go as high as I need to to avoid that. So your movement is 30. So I'll go 30. Sorry. You know what? Your speed, your underwear speed is 10. So you can actually go up as high as 10 feet per turn if we're keeping track here. Um. Yeah. I yeah well, that's, that's some right. horse shit. But you have you have dragon wings. Um. I think at this point <laughs> he does. He just yeah. doesn't use them. Yeah. So you can actually burst just dragon wings from your back and use those to fly at a faster speed. I thought um, I couldn't use those unless I'm looking for the feet here. Yeah. Where is it? Features. 
Oh, I'm looking at Varel. That's why I can't find it. All right, one sec. Uh, I need Nash. Features and traits. You have. Um, let's see. Dragon wings. Dragon wings. You can create and dismiss dragon wings as a bonus action to gain flying speed equal to your current walking speed, which oh. is thirty. So all right, uh, I'll use your those. Underwear is ten feet, but your dragon wings are thirty. Yeah. Screw my screw my underwear. We're going straight up with the wings. Thirty feet. 30-foot wings, man. Let's do it. Wings burst from your back, and you fly up. I forgot I had that. Okay. Cool. So now you've got giant wings bursting from your back, a baby arm and a mouth going like, hey, what's going on out there? Yeah, I'll just be like quiet. I, I know I, I don't have a sense of smell, but I do have some olfactory capabilities in my mouth, and I taste farts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to answer him. He can just live with it. <laughs> he can just huff on my farts. I don't care. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> what a hero, man. <laughs> you need your own. Wizards needs to call us to make your own source book, the Nash Mag. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know they, how they have like um, Elminster's whatever and yeah. like the Volo's Guide to Mod. There should be like Nash's Guide to Farts or yep. something. Like Let's do it. I'll, pub- I'll publish it. That'd be totally fine. Um, yeah. All right. Um, that brings us to. Uh, the the Gatling gun as it continues to bear down upon your face, uh, it stopped. No, no, actually, it stopped. It stopped because everyone was distracted by the meteor storm. But the umbilical paladin turns himself uh, turns himself to your attention, trying to catch you off guard. But you have not uh, been distracted for too long, uh, so he isn't able to do that. Um, the next trick he ties he attempts to do is he disengages his hands from his wrists. So all of a sudden you're just grappling two free hands. All right. And then he, he enables his jetpack and attempts to grab. So he's, he's pushing into you with his jetpack. You're going to get pushed either way, but he's going to make a grapple attempt upon you to move you around. 27 for me. Okay, so that doesn't work. So he's just in his rage. He's trying to grapple you to try and leverage you probably to go up with his jetpack, but you are now flying at high speed as he's going to attempt to ram you into something, uh, but hasn't made it the full way. So he sort of got you like this. You've got his his hands in his hands, his hands in your hands, <laughs> and he's now just like jetpacking you down the desert. Um, all right, Varel, it's your turn. Oh, man. My turn lead up is always so wildly different than what I expected. Yeah, a lot happens. All it's right. Well, I guess I'll let go of his hands, the, the hands I have. Okay. Is there any, like, um, straps or... I, I assume it's more of, like, attached to him. He's not exactly strapped it's into space, the It's pack. Space Marine, like, it's, it's like yeah. sort of more Doom Marine style. So, like, you could rip off metal pieces. His face is still exposed. Um, which is a, an area of vulnerable attack potentially compared to his metal armor. Um, and he has you hugged in his, around his waist so his face is in, is in distance. Um, there are like hydraulic connectors and wirings between some of the metal platings that have exposures that you could also target in an attack. Oh, so he's he's like Raiden pushing me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, ra- it's a Raiden push, yeah. 
Okay, cool. I would like to just start ripping at wires and tubings and <laughs> whatever it is available on his back right. as we fly. Yeah, make your, make your attack rolls. Would these just be unarmed, like clawing attacks on his? Back? Yeah, yeah. I, I was. They would be. They would do uh, damage because um, you're targeting uh, weak points. So you can, you know, if you make the hit, you'll get full damage. Cool. Uh, the first attack is a twenty-one. Uh, yep, hit. So six unarmed damage to essential pipes and wires. Yep. And the second attack, a 29. 29? That's a hit for sure. Six more damage to various wires and such. Mm -hmm. And then I'll do my hungry jaws as a bonus action to bite some wires and tubes. Okay. This one cannot be wrecked. Be a 16. 16 damage, right? Or 16, 16 to hit. All right. The, 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 you're not, not able to get your jaw into the right place, so you don't you don't hit on that one. But uh, you certainly pull out a lot of components and circuit boards as you, like, sort of, as you stab in and pull out, all this stuff goes shrink, shrink. And so you're definitely pulling uh, components out. Um, electricity sparks courses through your body. Upon each successful hit, you will take... Lightning damage. Okay. Um, six lightning damage for the first one, and two lightning damage on the second instance. All right. And uh, yeah, anything else you'd like to do? That'll be it. Okay, perfect. Then we are up to Stanley. Well, seeing them jet off, uh, angry giant ape Stanley uh, is chasing his prey, and he's going to just grab the body of the ballless. Kuromakishi uh, from the car and chase after him and chase to about there which is his 40 feet of movement and then he's yep. just gonna hurl that body at the uh, paladin as it continues to, to run alright all right, make your attack roll uh, alright so that's going to be a 19 to hit and uh it's a miss so the body hits the body hits the uh the armor of the um of the paladin and just explodes into a pile of flesh and guts <laughs> and Varel's face is covered <laughs> well you can still see through it there's no disadvantage but it's basically there's a giant splotch of guts and orc bones on the back of the paladin and on Varel. And then Giant Ape Stanley just roars, angry that it didn't work this time. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, perfect. Uh, That brings us to the Nameless One, who seemingly passed away in an explosion. Uh, The jeweler himself is like, thank beep, and then takes off in his car. (laughs) He finally can drive again, although it won't drive the same after you sat on it. Oh wait! Did you you jumped off of it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all the Kuromu Kishi. I, oh no, there's still one alive. The bicycle kick guy. He he sees you trying to get away, uh, Nash, and uh, but then he realizes he can hear the jet engine whoo, uh, approach, and he takes out his last remaining blade whoo, and puts it up, holding his hand to the back of it, so that his partner can fly you through the blade, hopefully cutting you in half. Jeez. Pharrell. 
So he stands in a motion, one hand behind the blade, and and so you're gonna you're gonna get sliced through that pretty badly, Varel. Um, uh, that brings us to Hope. Your turn. Uh, oh wow! Uh, well, I guess Hope's gonna take off flying. <laughs> With <laughs> the wings she sprouted here. <laughs> uh, someone drew a, a bat body on you. <laughs> yeah. You're like a lamb bat, like half lamb, half mm-hmm. bat, half tiefling. Sure. Bringer yeah. of the end of days. It's good. Um, all right. She's going to start heading toward the alive Kuromo Kishi. Okay. Actually. Remember, you can dash if you want to close the distance, but the, that's an action. But you are an action surger, so you know you yeah. got options. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nash seems to be okay. <laughs> he's still alive. Right? <laughs> he's still yeah. alive, Nash. Yeah, he's still alive, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's fine. Uh, he's not the Nash you're worried about. Uh, wh- whoever yeah. Meteor Nash is, everyone's it's, it's floating in everyone's mind that there's there will be questions. Yeah. All right, and then the paladin is now on the ground, getting his his guts getting pulled out. Yeah. And the paladin is on the paladin. No, no. the Sorry. paladin of the umbilical order by Varel. We're yeah, in the so midair, he, like being yeah, midair. That's right. You he, he's off. he's he's raidening him. So he's he's supermaned, uh, pushing him. That's right. Okay. Yeah, and Varel, like your feet are dragging on the ground as he's like raidening you into a blade. Now there, there's the Kishi behind him has a blade up to slice Varel in half. And at the speed they're going at, this is going to be terrible, terrible damage, to quote Egon Stetman from StarCraft II. How high off the ground is the paladin? Uh, just like three or four feet. Oh, cool. Well, in that case, Hope will run over to the paladin and start attacking. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you sort of see that you can cut them off, right? So, yeah, you can close that distance as they fly past. Um, so one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, you you got it. So you rush up. All right, and she'll start stabbing up at him. All right. Ugh, Seventeen for the first one. Seventeen is a miss. It hits. Pl- it hits plate. Blink. Ooh, a crit for this next one with the nineteen. Well, crits hit. So yeah, it's a hit. That's the other thing. With 18, you now have a 15% auto-hit chance, no matter how high the AC is. 15%. So 17 damage for that one. 17 damage. Okay. Piercing. Yep. All right. Next. And a 17 for the third one. All right. So 17, 17 is 34. Uh, I believe that's correct. So 34. Okay, perfect. So you you stab t- uh, once and hit plate. You stab twice, targeting. Um, you are going to take electricity damage as a result. Uh, three for the first hit. Five, uh, sorry, lightning damage. Uh, nine total. Three and five is, sorry, eight total for the damage. I'm going to add his damage to him. You hit twice and you hear him go, Um, Does it look like Varel's pretty heavy? Well, Varel, <laughs> what's your weight? <laughs> like, is is Varel slowing the fly down? No, 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 no. There's no. a rocket pack. They're going like you running up and just stabbing as they fly by. They're not going to be there next turn. 
whether or not you kill them unless you're able to stop the momentum of the rocket pack. Yeah, could I try if I do my action surge and athletics to grab Varel's foot and throw myself on the ground and kind of stop him? Uh, so it would take an action. So because you've yeah. used one, you'll have to action surge to, yeah. to, to do that. So you want to try and grab onto Varel's foot? Yeah, as I throw him? my body weight on the ground. Okay, you're trying to stop both him and the rocket pack, right? Yeah. So so even if you grab his foot, there's a chance you can grab his foot, but you won't stop the rocket pack, and you'll be along for the ride as well. True, but could it be one where it throws off the current trajectory? Okay, that would still require the athletics check. Like yeah. To, you'd have to be strong enough to alter the outcome of what's happening. So... It's actually going to be two checks. Because they're flying by fast, we're going to make a dexterity check, uh, a sleight of hand or acrobatics check, whichever you prefer, to to time it and grab them. Then you'll be grabbed. Then we're going to do an athletics check to see if you can alter the outcome of anything that's happening here. All right? All right. The first one will be an easier DC. The second one will be a difficult DC, a very difficult DC. Okay, let's do it. All right, let's go. All right, acrobatics is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. All right, you time it. You, you, you're going for the leg, right? Thigh or calf? Uh, let's go for the calf. All right, grab onto the calf. As they fly, you, you do your stabs, and then immediately you drop to drop the sword because you're going to need both hands for this. You, you stab twice, do the damage, take lightning. Ah! Clash onto the calf, and now strength to alter the outcome of what's happening here. 25. 25. That's pretty good. 25. You lock your feet real quick into a, like a wide position and you yell something. What, is, what do you yell? Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> she didn't realize she could do this. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh shit! It's more, it's more like that, right? It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> as, as you lock both legs, grab onto his calf, and Captain America, uh, this Winter Soldier, yeah, this as you like, do 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 do, in on the the muscles and the arms, and you just stop it completely, and your arms are rippling, and you're like, oh shit! As you're holding, and and the Raiden Paladin is like. And you stop it completely in its tracks. But now you're giving everything uh, to hold on and maintain this position. Okay. Uh, I don't think you can do anything else with your turn, so we're going to move no, on that's to, it. To, to Nash, who's watching. This reminds you of a movie you watched once in the Solar Mines called Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, where man. Captain America's chasing after Bucky, and then there's a helicopter, and he holds one hand onto the side of the helicopter pad and one side onto the helicopter, and he goes, ah! Yeah, and you're like, wow, that's a. Yeah. And then one wonders if if I learn if I if there's anything about knowing that movie that will help me here, and I and he <laughs> Nash can't think of a damn thing. Um, all right. Uh, well, I don't like what's going on over there, so I'd like to try to help. Although Chuck E. Cheese over here is still alive, right? This dude here. 
<laughs> yeah, he's got. It. <laughs> yeah, that's how we all identified him, and just immediately, he's he's got. So he's holding up a blade like this, right? Yeah, because he, he he was expecting to be the the second half of the 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 cold cut slicer mm-hmm. on Varel. Yeah, but but Hope has prevented this from happening through a feat of strength, uh, holding them both in place by the calf. How the physics of this works is unknown, but she is doing it. Okay, interesting. I really want to kill this guy because he's annoying me. <laughs> the fact that he has his his sword up doesn't give him any advantage, right? Against anything, he's not. Blocking. He's not paying attention to you. He's paying attention to Varel. Okay, good. Because I'm going to kill. And this is it. all happening within seconds, so the battlefield's changing. He's going to react, but you react first. All right, let's do it. Um, we're going with uh, we're going with chromatic orb again. And I'm doing it at level three again. And here comes the hit. Come on, come on, you bastard. Gosh dang it, it's 11 again. Uh, how do I roll two twos in a row? Uh, so flying up with your dragon wings, you fly it, throw out the chromatic orb, and it goes bloop, onto the ground in front of him. Pl- that is a plus nine, a freaking plus nine, and I can't roll better than a two. Yeah, oh, that's rough. So you're rolling like sub fives each time the past oh, few rounds. So bad. All right. You don't have any advantage on those rolls? No. Or anything? I mean, that's yeah. that's with all of them. It's Plus nine is as good as I get. Well, maybe try something. Try a different spell. The orb is out. <sighs> all right. Well, given the circumstances, I will remain at the height I'm at, but I want to fly with those wings to there because I'm trying to be in a better place to do more stuff to help so that's where I go I should have just cast like haste or something something I don't have to roll for freaking two twos in a row who does two twos in a row who does that that's nope. all good. Nobody. <laughs> Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines, yeah. goddammit. That's who. <laughs> Nash Maggard of the Solar Rolls. All right. Um, so uh, the, the the paladin noticing that he's now being held, um, the, the arms that Varel threw away, so he threw them on the ground because he didn't need them anymore, but they don't hit the ground. They go in Iron Man style. There's these two hands now that go crisscross. And uh, they grab onto your legs for a grapple check, I hope. And it's all right. So we need to do a grapple contest uh, versus your dexterity. I'll need two rolls, please. Is or you can okay use or strength. strength. Was it twenty five? <laughs> no, you can use strength or dexterity. Sorry, you can use either, either or. Okay, perfect. So the first one is going to be uh, an eight. That you have to beat. Okay, my first roll was a 25, and my second was a 16. Okay, so the other one is going to be a 17. Um, so so one of them, uh, you know, pulls, doesn't do anything. The other one pulls and starts throwing your balance off. And so now one of you, you now only have one leg on the ground, and the other leg is being pulled up into the air. And you're still hold, but you're still holding on with strength as he tries. So your toes are really <laughs> so the, the, the world's like most hardcore game of Twister is now unfolding in the desert before the uh, before the uh, solar mines. And um, then the Gatling gun turns and faces your direction, uh, and it spins up as it begins firing your way. 
uh, for a natural 20. Gosh. Man. Oh, no. That oh, crap. Shit. I think I haven't taken a lot of damage this fight, so it should be okay. <laughs> so, I just I need a bit of time for the rolls, all right? For the Rolls Royces here. Uh-huh. Also, Kristen, I think you still have um, inspiration from Stanley to use at a time of your choosing. Bardic it's, uh, inspiration. Yeah, it's yeah, adding an right. extra D... What is it right now? A D12 that you can roll. Alright, we're at card laid territory, though. But, uh... Yeah. So we're already rolling damage for the Gatling gun. Yeah, it's not going to change anything for the Gatling gun, but just... yeah. Thank good, yeah. good to remember. Save. Yeah. Uh, you take or 50 check. points of piercing damage, right, oh, as bullets geez. graze you all. <laughs> they hit your armor, pierce, bruise skin. Um, one more turn of this could be lethal. Uh, but you hold on <laughs> as the Gatling gun pelts, uh, pelts away at you, um, and you just commit to the action. Varel, it is your turn. All right, uh, seeing that my fabulous duel has come to a dangerous moment, I'm going to trust, hopefully, a new friend in the longsword plus two. So I will pull that out, give it a flip around, and try to just start, you know... Uh, ring rates on the Frodo bed, just like. <laughs> All right, do it. Let's make those rolls. Recklessly. Twenty-one. Uh, that is a hit. All right, I'll go ahead and do the second attack if that's okay. Yeah. Second attack is a twenty-eight. Okay, so you want to just roll the full suite of damage? Yeah, sounds good. I'll go ahead and unleash it here on the D&D. So 13, 10, and I need to add my 15, 10, 23, 20, 29 points of slashing damage. 29 points of slash. Okay, so we're going to bundle that all up into one mega attack, okay, for flavor. As the two attacks go down, describe your slaying of the the paladin in front of you. Going to keep oh. the sword. We got him, everybody. He's going to keep the sword. Yeah! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Woo! So I've been ripping out all the panels and stuff, and I've kind of made it down to some of his meat in the mm -hmm. back there. Yeah. And I'd like to just kind of bring it down, stab it straight in through the hilt, and as <laughs> it does, kind of, and if the electricity damage is still going to happen because I'm hitting him, I'd like to yes. pierce it down to the hilt, hits the various components, and the electricity bursts through his heart oh, using the sword. Snap. Okay. And, oh, you channel the electricity in there, sort of reflecting it flavor flavorly into him. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And it pins him to the ground, and it destroys the rocket, so the momentum stops. The hands stop gripping you as well, Hope, as this happens. So you, you're also able to you know, just jump on the ground holding him, and, and, and they're safe. Um, the sword uh, 
slaughters him instantaneously. You take a, a modest amount of two points of lightning damage as a result, as the Perfect. lightning courses through you, um, and it breaks. <laughs> All right, there is an orc behind you remaining, the one that was about to to slice you up. Now we got lightning on the. This map is the most beautifully animated map, illustrated map we've we've had, guys. It's wonderful. You guys, are I don't playing. have any attacks left for him. Should make a giant NFT and sell it. <laughs> well, Stanley, Stanley's next. You could let get Stanley. Perhaps could get the last uh, the last laugh uh, as you've had. You can bask in the glory of your epic kill. Absolutely, my mind immediately goes to naming my sword. Okay. <laughs> All right, Stanley, bring us home. All right. Uh, seeing an electric storm on the target he was chasing, uh, the ape just diverts, goes charging over right next to the other orc, and just comes up and full boom, boom, just two big now, old punches coming down we just, at him. We need to wrap up. We're getting towards the end of the show. I'll make a deal with you. I'll make a yeah. DM deal. Okay. If you do a Winston-style jump attack and pounce down, uh, I will give you double damage. 100%. We'll do it. Yeah. All right. All right. You still have to make an attack roll for it. Uh, okay. Just use the... You're throwing yourself. Use the rock modifier, but it's yourself you're throwing. <laughs> but. Uh, all right. That's going to be... 26 to hit. That's a hit. So you blot out, well, there's no sun. You blot out the meteors above you, <laughs> <laughs> flying above you, as you rain down upon this orc. And the shadow grows bigger and bigger, and he's like, no, with the sword, but it'll make no difference. Roll your damage dice. Okay, you said double the damage? Yeah. You can roll double damage dice or just double the damage. Either way, we got to wrap up the combat, so I'm giving you a glory kill. All right. Uh, that is 55 points of damage. 55 points of damage. Uh, so describe your slaying as you jump into the sky and ape style land on So, yeah, he was with the momentum charging after the rocket man. He sees him go down and just uses it into a leap into the air. Double fist. This orc just looks up and just sees two fists the size of his body coming down at him. And just an explosion of sand and blood fills the air. All right. And that hit, that explosion of blood <laughs> fades us to black a little bit. Right? Cinematically speaking. And then you hear a voice crackle uh, 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 over the radio. You hear, uh, guys, um, I got good news and I got bad news. Which do you want first? Give us the bad news. Uh, and we'll find out next time. On the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> perfect. I uh, didn't expect that. Um, all right, there you go. Next week, we'll find out what that news is, both the bad and the good. Uh, I have a feeling the Nashes may have perished in their own stupidity. I'm really worried about that, but I won't, I won't know until next week. Anyway, can you blame them? Yeah. Sorry, John. Yes. Yeah, no, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're stupid. And all those I'm meteors. trying to think what else is around Nash that they might have accidentally blown up instead. Like, maybe they blew up the whole town. Maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. It's entirely possible. 
The whole place is on fire. <laughs> and the things well, we needed to do. What do you think possible, Scott? It's your character. What do you think I might mean, happen? I think they're all well-intentioned. You think maybe they casted some chromatic orbs too and got one of them got pissed off and casted a meteor swarm? Maybe. Like, it felt like a lot of different meteors. I, I don't know. I don't maybe know. they all casted meteors. Hey, do you guys know meteor swarm? Yeah, me too. And they all Yeah, happen. and probably hit none of the targets we needed them to. I don't know. They're like, why, why would we waste time trying to get in there? Let's just blow it up from the sky. It's going to be a real revelation next week to find out what the hell happened Something like there. like that, maybe. But that's next week uh, right here. In the meantime, uh, get over to the website. There will be dungeons. A couple things you can do there. Send us questions for our Q&A shows, which uh, some of you who are, are not supporters will be getting our late version of that from last month. And uh, we'll do a new one this month. And uh, if you're a supporter, you get it early. So that's that's just one reason to support us over there. You can find all the details at therewillbedungeons.com. That is going to do it for us, for me, for Kyle, for Kristen, for John, and for Bo. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.